When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, yeah. Like it or not, Barrett Brooks, it's a Wednesday on the middle. It's a Wednesday (laughs) edition on the middle, in case you're not ready for it. I don't know that I'm ready for it, but we're going to do it anyway, regardless. I don't care if you don't want it. I don't care if you don't care, because we're going to do this for the next two hours. And, uh, you know, you get to this point in the middle of the week, of a slow week after a loss that I think a lot of Eagle fans didn't see coming. Well, that's exactly what it is. Right. They didn't see it coming. They don't really know how to react to it. And now you got on deck uh, the dog meat of the NFL in the New York Jets. And it's hard. It's a hard thing to kind of get excited about. It's another game where you're thinking like, dude, they had better win this one. Right now, Eagle fans are sitting there thinking, Figuring, trying to figure out a way, you know, is there a way they can lose this game to the Jets? That's really what they're worried about right now. You are absolutely right on yep. that, man. Because because if they lose this game, the whole city will go into a shambles because we have nothing oh. left except besides the union to hold on to, to grasp on to as far right. as sports. Nothing else. Not even Temple basketball is getting me riled up, man. You no, know, man, don't even tough, talk man. about it. Don't you know, even so- talk about Temple basketball. <laughs> they play LaSalle tonight, and they had better win by double digits, or I might just uh, just bail on them too. See? Yeah. You know, I mean, the only thing we had going is the union, so it's tough, right. man. And it, that's Sunday afternoon, Barrett, at 3 o'clock, I believe, 3 o'clock or 3.30. And I'm wondering, depending on how things go with this Eagles game, you know, maybe about 3, 3.30 if things aren't going so well, you might, you might flick on over to the watch the union. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need something positive in my life. Something, man. Yeah. What are we? I mean, what is going on, man? There is no logical way we should lose to the Jets. Logical. Right. There's no way. But the NFL you know, isn't logical. We well, we all know this. That's the only problem, man. You know, I mean, we were thinking we almost had Robert Sala. Yeah, he the, was the coach, come Sala. Yeah, you know, I, I he, was actually he hauled interested ass in him. and left. Yeah. I was like, interested no in way. him for he yeah. was intriguing to me. He seemed like a like one of these no nonsense guys, you know, that isn't gonna take anybody's shit. Uh, kind of like your boy Dan Campbell up in Detroit. Right, now, right, you know, right. neither one of them are doing are doing well at all. So <laughs> Uh, you knew Jeffrey Lurie wasn't going to be interested in him because he wants offense. He doesn't, well, you, you, know, know he does, you know, he doesn't want these defensive coaches as head coaches. You're right about that. But yeah. I'm going to tell you this, man. If he came here, it would have been different because, like it or not, this team has talent. The Eagles have talent. They have enough talent to win and play better than they're playing, um, especially better than we saw on Sunday. Yeah. They have some key positions where they're pretty damn good, man. I mean, really good, actually. 
Right. Like the offensive line, man. This offensive line is unbelievable. You know, like it or not, Nate Herbig, he's going to be a guy that's probably going to start this weekend. But he could, he you is? know, with him taking a role, there's no question about that. He's going to start? Or well, who else could you put in there? What, for is Kelsey going to miss the game? Well, I mean. Because he came back and finished the game. No, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about a, a right guard. Oh, 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 because Driscoll's right out. Yeah, Driscoll's out. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's on oh, IR. Boy. Oh boy! So I mean, but you don't have to, you don't have to worry about it. It's, it's a lot different at guard than having yeah, the center, right? He you won't know, be he'll be exposed. okay. Yeah, yeah, he won't be exposed. They'll call an offense that'll cater to his strong suit, and that's him going straight ahead, right? Forward. No, no, we don't need to go lateral. Just go straight forward. He'll play better. He'll play better. Now, what would happen if something happened to Kelsey again during this game? What do they do? Uh, he will go back. Uh, they will push. Um, they will push. Um, uh, Kelsey, I mean, Kelsey goes out, they'll push Nate Herbick over, and then who and then plays would, right guard? Um, well, the guy that I, I, I really don't want is that I forget his name. Hold on a second, let me get it, let me get the roster up. He played before and he got crushed oh, yeah? last year. I mean, he got beat up really pretty bad last year, and they had to take him back out. They played a lot but, of offensive linemen last year, I even forget right. these guys, but yeah, it's, I was just uh, curious. Well, they would bring in um, Opeta? is Opeta, it Opeta? That's his name. Opetta. Oh boy. Oh. They would bring in Opetta. Oh. And that'd be a long day. Oh. Opetta'd be there. Yeah. And they have Brett Toth. He's still Oh, there. Toth. That's right. Who but could he's more of a tackle Toth. type of guy. You, you say who could the, the Tothster. <laughs> who, who could forget him? And oh, but I'm man. telling you, after that, man, it's it's pretty they don't have a really a backup after that. Right. I mean, that's they could go with Andre Dillard at guard, I guess. Could he play guard? And like I said, it's a different mindset when you do that. And I was trying to explain to people the difference between tackle and guard. Yeah. Well, I, I thought he different. was left side only, like a left tackle only guy. Well, I mean, they might be able to put him in a guard. I mean, he's been around one of the best offensive line coaches um, in the NFL. So he might be able to get, you know, get something done as far as teaching this kid how to play mm. at a higher level, other places on the, on the, um, on the old line. But it just everything happens just fast. Everything is accelerated when you go into guard. You know, you don't have as much real estate to play around with when you're at guard because it's fastest way to the quarterback. He's right there at the quarterback. So if you do come in there, he has to, you know, think that everything happens a lot faster and it's a lot more physical in the inside. You know, things happen a lot faster. Bigger guys in the inside, stronger guys in the inside also. Right. So it's, 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 it's different in that aspect. It's a much more physical game. The physicality of playing inside a guard is, 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 is more suited to guys that are, you know, stockier, you know, mm-hmm. stumpier. Right. You know, outside, you got to kind of be an athlete. You move around a little bit. You got to move in space. Understand that those guys that you're playing against are a lot faster than you are anyway. So, well, you yeah, gotta be more of a finesse game on the inside is straight wrecking ball. You got to go out there and want to you got to want physicality. You got to want to be able to hit somebody and mm-hmm. get at them really quick, because if you don't, it could be a long day for you. That's why you can't have tackle trap uh, tackle sets at guard you have to set more firmer set into the line of scrimmage as opposed to giving ground you can't give ground there because you're too close to the quarterback i got you now what about i'm just thinking of disaster scenarios in case kelsey gets hurt again landon dickerson played center in college yes he did could they move could they move him in there my to left guard and then put uh dillard at his spot that he's comfortable with at left tackle i'm just trying to think it out loud here well, that I mean that is a possibility. That'd be a lot of change, though. A whole lot of change, yeah. for, and I don't doubt they would do that for just one position. Okay, Jordan Malata could go in and play guard easily. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
He's one he, big he's damn big guard, man. Yeah. Oh I mean, our quarterback might not be able might not be able to see going left. You that's know a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's a he's problem. He's only six foot, but yeah. yeah, he could move in. That could be a possibility, but I think the biggest possibility, the best thing they could do, Brett Toth would have to come in and play. All right, I let mean, me that, ask you this because we talked about. I'm looking at this from just a fan perspective or or a person that you know, quote unquote. I don't really cover the team, but it's like I got to be. You know, I'm invested in this from, you know, more than a fan perspective. So it's hard for me to get excited about this game because it's the Jets. Does that exist in the locker room at all? Like, do these players like I know sometimes it's hard for him to get up for certain games, but there's only so many games in the NFL. Like, is that is that the case this week where these guys are like, man, it's the Jets. Ho hum. Well, or no, it, w- it might have been that way if they'd have won. If they'd have beaten the Jets game. Okay. Like, oh, we're gonna run over them anyways. Right. But since they didn't, it'll be a different sense of urgency going into this game Mm. because they just got you know pushed back to reality. Right. You know they were kind of in a um, euphoric stage for the last couple of weeks, thinking you know they're unbeatable because the offensive line can play, and you know we're we're moving the offense. They found this identity now. Right. You know who's gonna mess with them? We're gonna we can run it on you even when you know we're gonna run it on you. Exactly. Yeah. But. They just knows they they didn't run the ball consistently because they didn't try to run the ball consistently. Right. And, you know, like I said, I watched film and, you know, it was surprising to me that the Giants chose to play coverage as opposed to stopping the run. Hmm. They only had a six man box a good bit of the day. And that's something that, you know, other teams didn't do. You had to have that extra defender in the box and they didn't do it. Right. So even with 12 personnel, they had six men in the box with 12 personnel. That's an out and out, just totally disrespectful defense to run against a heavy formation like the you know, like twelve personnel, and they did it. Right, they had some success with it because the Eagles foolishly chose enough, to throw the ball, chose to throw the ball during that time, so they guessed right. I'll so they're back, they're they're back down to where they need to be, and understanding you know you got a small amount of time to maximize your potential, and they understand they have to maximize the potential in this next game. So you'll see a different different game out there. You see different guys out there making plays, and it, it, they'll they'll never go into a, a game from this point on like, all right, we're we're the you know the big dogs on campus, you know, and we're just gonna beat up on you guys. They're not gonna go with that anymore. They understand that they have to play week in and week out, it's a, and it's play amazing. well week in and week out. It's amazing that they would even go into that game last week with that mindset, given the fact that it is a division game. I mean. He, 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 you know, anything can happen in the division, no matter who, you know, no matter what your records are, right? But this, it's a it's such a young team, at so many key positions, especially in that wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. When you're young like that, you know, you think you're invincible. You think you can do everything, and those guys are starting to smell themselves a little bit. You know, I told you them them data boys will get you every single time, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll get you every single time. So, you know, as they go forward, they can always look. Hey, man, remember the Giants. Remember the Giants right. game. So they, this can be locked into, you know, who they are consciously and be like, all right, you know, we, we can't afford this. We can't afford this at all. All right. Now, have you heard anything about, about Jordan Howard for this week? No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't. Nothing yet. I, mean, I haven't heard anything yet. Um, I, I'm not – but I didn't go through this morning. I didn't go through the, the, um, the press conferences of what they said. I didn't even go through that, man. I was, I was trying to get guests for the show, man, I'm trying to right. get my boys to come on the show. Yeah, now you so, got some uh, some texts out to some guys that have had yeah, experience I mean, I got, playing for the Jets, right? Exactly. So 
Uh, all right, all right. So I got um. We've had one of the guys on the show before, Mr. Aaron Beasley. Beasley. Yeah. So Aaron just, just Aaron um he just texted me. I'm doing a workout done at twelve. Okay, so uh, let well, me we say, have a guest at twelve. Well, you want him to go at twelve thirty? Twelve thirty, we could do. Here See we go. See if he can do twelve thirty. We got Tom Byrne coming on at noon. Uh, Tom Byrne, of course, on Sirius XM, NBA Radio, Mad Dog Sports Radio. Uh, was a veteran of Philadelphia sports radio, local sports radio, and he uh, he covers the NBA. We're going to talk to him a little bit about the Sixers and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, and then we'll also get into since he is a noted Fighting Irish honk in the Philadelphia <laughs> area. We're going to talk some Notre Dame football with him and this whole Brian Kelly thing. So we got a bunch to discuss with him. But twelve thirty, we could use. Uh, someone if uh mr beasley can come on then that would be great well i just text him all Could right you do 12 30 so you know he'll get back to us he'll definitely get back to us all right you now know? have have you checked out at all on film are you there yet because i know you got a college game to worry about this weekend have you studied at all the new york jets and their defense against the run i did but they're small they're small at the ends you know, okay. you look at that defense, it looks a lot like what the Eagles just played this last week. If we go out there and try to pass against that defense, it could be a long day, a very long day for them because they're good against the pass. Against the run, they're just so small that we can beat up on them, man, and, and that's what we need to do. Yeah, they've given up the sixth most yards on the ground as a defense. See? I just looked it up, Fourteen over 1,400 yards allowed, 4.5 yards a carry. On average, because there are smaller guys up there, man. And you have to look at it's not just looking at statistics mm -hmm. when you're looking at these games, but look at the per, the personnel packages they have. Look at the personnel. That's why I look at the Eagles. I'm like, all right, we got to run the ball because we have such a massive left side of the line of scrimmage that we should. And we'll be even bigger with her big in there at the right guard position. We should roll over this team. We shouldn't even pass the ball. In fact, Jalen Hurst should only have 10 passes in this game. So you're looking at this like an Army-Navy game for yes, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, <laughs> yes, Just line it up and run the ball. And you don't want to go out there trying to pass the ball because they got guys that can rush the passer. Shaq Lawson is a really good pass blocker. Right. You know, I mean, you want to make sure that you keep him under wraps. Mm -hmm. You know, so, uh, you know, Quentin Williams, he's a pretty good run stopper, but, you know, you double-team him. He was know, a first-round right. pick. Yep, exactly. Yeah. He was really good coming out. The Jets um, have also allowed the second most 20 rush, 20 plus rushes in the league as a defense. Second only to the favorite. Steelers, believe it or not. All but well, that's a that's a small team, you know, small yeah. defense. You know, hmm. and, and when you look at defense, you look like that. You buy, you have to run against some smaller defense, a smaller type fast. You don't want to get it caught up in passing the ball against them because those guys can rush the path. They're pass rush specialists. Yeah. You know, big but, people beat up little people. That's exactly. Chip, Chip Kelly taught me that. Exactly. So <laughs> you want to run the ball and that way, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, CJ Mosley being a factor in the game because this, this kid there, he can blitz, he can cover. You need to put a body on a body on him, you know, get them big guys, you know, hitting them, making mm -hmm. them get up. Yeah. We have, we do have Aaron Beasley, former Jets, former Mountaineer, and Jaguars. Uh, Didn't he play for Jaguars. the Jags, yeah, too, right? Yeah, he started with the Jaguars, yes. Right. So, 1230. So he'll be Beautiful. Good job. Uh, now, Joey B. on the stream, he doesn't miss a trick. 
He says, Harry didn't shave off the Fu Man shoe. Now, first of all, it's not a Fu Man shoe. Okay, it's a mustache. <laughs> Big difference from Fu Man shoe. No, I didn't, but I trimmed it because I didn't have time to just do the, you know, the, the whole shave today. So I just trimmed it up with the electric trimmer. There you It'll go. It'll gone. It'll be gone this week. <laughs> My wife cannot wait for it to be gone. <laughs> oh my goodness so, yeah well, nobody nobody wants this to stick around <laughs> i don't man I, I i have to keep the hair on my face man i can, you know right. i remember when i first got into um doing tv stuff mm-hmm. it used to be almost like you know uncivilized to have beards and stuff on tv i know now everybody has day. one yeah now everybody yeah. does yeah you know and you know a good you know Black guys say you can't trust you can't trust another black guy with no mustache and no hair on his face. Is that it's right? Like a, it's like an unwritten rule. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. It's like you know. It's now just is this one only only with guys who have their head shaved? Like because the head shaved and no facial hair, it takes a special kind of person to pull yeah, that I mean, off. Yeah, I'm not like like Seth can pull it off. I'm not a guy that can pull it off. Like I look at, I do that, man. My face look like a booty, man. So I don't do right. that. You know what a, I'm saying? A booty. But- <laughs> I don't want the ass face, bro. Right, right. <laughs> but it used to be like an unwritten rule. You can't trust a guy with no hair on their face. And that's just, okay. you know, that's, that's, that's in whether you're bald-headed or not, you know, because I remember we used to mess around with – um I used to mess around with Sterling Sharp about that, man, all right. the time. He used to cut his, you know, all the face hair. But then I saw him one time when he had hair on his face. I'm like, yeah, bro, you need to make sure you – you, you keep hair on, you know, keep hair off right? your face. Yeah. He's, oh, he's off not, your face. Yeah, yeah. Keep okay. hair off your face. Yeah. So you know, certain people can, some people can do it. Some people can't do it. Right. Sterling's one of those guys. He can't do it. Cause so. I know uh, both um, Aton and Mertidis bald white guys. Right. Right. <laughs> when they go without any facial hair, depending on if they have any kind of like color to their, like a tan. Yeah. It can look yeah. a little odd. I mean, yeah. it, can, it can look a little <laughs> disturbing you know like when i remember when jason a while ago while ago when i was doing the show with him years ago he shaved he had because he gets this real nasty mountain beard like yeah yeah it looks like like bugs live in it and stuff (laughs) and then all of a sudden he comes in the next day and it's totally shaven and you know he's got this little like pea head and i'm like dude you look you look weird like you need you need to start growing that back something's up you ever seen the movie powder Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I see. What is the powder? <laughs> yeah, that that was kind of an odd movie. It was, yeah, man. Yeah. I didn't understand but, it at all. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, man. let me leave that alone, man. Let me leave that alone. <laughs> all right. Now, yeah, the other we, thing, now we have AB. We do have AB at twelve thirty. I just sent him the link. Okay, good. You know, so Tom Byrne at noon and Aaron Beasley at twelve thirty. Yep. So we got yep. a lot to get into before then too. Um, I've noticed it's funny how we are in this town. Like we look for things to just sort of focus in on and pick apart until like there's nothing left to pick. Right. Right. And this week, it seems like it's that final play. I have seen more footage on social media uh, and, and the websites on this final play and who was open where and when and what he should have done with the football and Devontae Smith, you know, it would have taken a special throw to get it over the corner. Right. Like, I'd love to get your take on this because we break this stuff down like the Zabruder film of Kennedy being shot. You know what I mean? Like, it's everybody's like has their own analysis of it. 
Well, you know, I, who I, was I, in I, the wrong there? Was anybody in the wrong there besides Rager for dropping the damn ball? Well, you know what? I, 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 it's it's funny you ask that. Is that going to uh, be? Yeah, <laughs> is that going to be the baritone? Well, it was it was sort of that baritone. I did a okay. play, you know, when they were twelve personnel, and they um, and like I said, the Giants played covers as opposed to stopping the run. I can't say that enough, you know, which is pretty bold to them because they're like, all right, we don't care about the run. We care about the pass. And I'm like, why would you care about the pass? You know, what did you know that we didn't know that this Eagles team was going to try to throw the ball against the Giants? I don't know. But look, look, but on that play, um, Adoree Jackson mm-hmm. was end up being on, um, end up being uh, not man to man, but he was covering on, uh, you know, on that route. So when you look at it, Smith was, it seemed like he was open, but he wasn't open because you had Xavier, um, McKinley over the top. Okay. Terry McKinley was right over the top and he was like shadowing him. And that's the reason why, you know, Jalen Hurts threw two picks mm-hmm. because that same type of defense, it looks like the guy is open right. because he, he's had some, you know, different uh, distance away from the, the, um, the cornerback, but over the top, there's a safety lurking. Right. He's just sitting there waiting. Yeah, you got to throw drop that it ball? in the box. You, yeah. Like you, you, in the bucket, they say. Drop it in the bucket. And if right? it wasn't a precise pass that, you know, just like it was no room for error because McKinley was right there. He mm-hmm. could see it. Right. You know, and, and because Smith has become such a good weapon, teams are starting to, you know, locate Shade where coverage. he is first. Yeah. Yeah. So they're starting to move and, and, and fade over to that as opposed to sitting back, you know, and, and, and you know, playing what the defense is really supposed to be playing. They're starting right. to, you know, lean a little bit. And that's exactly what happened. Xavier McKinley was over the top right. of Smith on that play. So yeah, because Smith of started that, out in the slot on the right, right? Yes. And then cut across the formation and yep. started to go up. Yep, so he went, he went behind those two receivers, and then he cut it up and, and went. And it looks like he's open. Mm-hmm. It really does, but he's right. not because Xavier McKinley's right there. He threw two passes, and they got picked off because of that same <laughs> type of coverage that they were running now the Aaron Rodgers might have been able to zip it in there, right but now, he's, a special, a, he's a special arm, yeah. arm talent right? yeah exactly you know when you get around you when you get it when you first five guys in the league they could do that to you but mm-hmm. once you get around that 10th and 11th and 12th best quarterback they aren't specialized like that you know right. and and he definitely wouldn't have been able to put it in that well he could have you know not saying he couldn't but it, it just would he tried it twice and got bitten it would have had to been a perfect throw Perfect pass. Okay. Perfect. So then as Devontae Smith started to go straight up the sideline towards the end zone, you know, he he thought he was open there too. But by, at right. that point, that was when Jalen Hurts was under a little bit of duress and had to move to his left, exactly. you know, and get in and get in another spot. By the time that happened, Devontae was not so open at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's, there's whole, so much stuff that's happening around him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, kind of the same way when you watch it. It's almost like they play it. We call it matchup zone. Mm. It's not necessarily man to man, but you'll see a guy trailing the guy because he's in that in that matchup where he started off. So if he starts off there, they match up with him, and once he goes, they're going to kind of stick with him and follow him. Same thing they were doing to Goddard. Also, Goddard would start off with somebody else on him, mm-hmm. you know, and and and, and then he'd pass he him off, and he would instead of passing him off the matchup zone. They bring somebody else that's in the zone. They bring somebody else down on him and cover him with two people. Oh, okay. So he, you know what I'm saying? So that's what a matchup zone is. You might you might end up going away from one part of the zone, but once you get to another part of that zone, 
not only did they bring the guy with them, but they also bring somebody else to come cover him also. And that's when gotcha. you need, you know, when you're first or second threat uh, to that defense, once they're covered, the third threat has to be the guy to make, you know, to make things happen. Right. And it just so happened our third threat. Jalen Rager. Right. Ray Gore. Ray Gore. <laughs> he was our third threat. So uh-huh. he wasn't able to get the job done. So that's why the plays looks as bad as they did. Because when you look at this team, mm-hmm. I mean, there were two touchdowns called back, man. Oh, I know. Two yeah. touchdowns. Herbig on one. What was yeah. the other one? I forget the other one. Well, it, it, it was a sprint right option. Oh, that was it wasn't the ward. Back, but he that just was the ward. It. Yeah, he dropped it. He right. just dropped right. it. You know, so that's two yeah. touchdowns that we should have had. Two yeah. touchdowns. And that's a play that Ward has made before. Exactly. Spin Robinson is the best yeah. play in football. It's the easiest play in football. Right. You get out there, all you got to do is catch it. He, he dropped it. That was, a West Coast, that was a West Coast offense. Play, yes, wasn't it? exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So on that play, if he'd have caught it, we wouldn't have got to them kicking, um, not even kicking the field goal. Right. We wouldn't have got with the interception, the last play of his first half. We wouldn't even got to that. Mm-hmm. Just catch the damn ball. You know what I'm saying? So we're not even factoring in those two. Right. That was in the same drive. Those exactly. were in the same drive. The, the Boston Scott touchdown was called back for because of Herbic hook. And yep. then you missed uh, Ward dropped it. And then they just threw a pick. Exactly. So, so I mean, it's <laughs> we're over for three on one drive to get. <laughs> come points. on, man. I mean, you know, on. it's ridiculous, man. We shouldn't even, uh, we shouldn't even been, we should have went in a halftime up four points. Right. Period. Or at worst three, three. Yeah, exactly. At worst, Jalen Hurts throws the ball away there, and they have a second or two left on the clock where they could have ran uh, the field goal. So, yeah, I don't know. So I know people just breaking this play down to death. So I thought I thought we'd hit on that. The other thing is, is did you happen to watch? There wasn't much on last night. Did you happen to watch any college basketball last night? No, I didn't. I all didn't. Right. Everybody, I just I just see all the. The clippings, you know, for for Duke being number one now. Well, Duke got beat one. last night. Oh, did that, they? That's my point. Like I was See, watching I a little bit of this Ohio State Duke. It's the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Okay. Wow. Uh-huh. Which is a manufactured television event that ESPN has been doing for 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 eons. Duke played at Ohio State, and they got this Paolo Benchero kid who's a freshman. He's like six ten. He kind of looks like a nineteen year old Ben Simmons but he yeah. can shoot. Okay. He's willing you had to, to shoot. Say that to me. And yes. And he can hit a jump <laughs> shot. I mean, think about that. At 6'10". A, yeah. a young 6'10 player that actually can put the ball on the floor and shoot it. Uh, but wow. anyway, they, Duke had a huge lead in this game. They led at halftime and they led by 15 in the second half and spit the game up and lost. Wow. Yes. That was wow. pretty cool. So what, I what, hate Duke. So why? I mean, how, how did this happen? They just couldn't shoot. They didn't score on the final, like, five minutes of the game. Wow, that's yeah. incredible, man. Yeah. Pretty incredible. Well, I didn't know if you were watching that last No, time. I didn't watch it, man, so I'm, I'm kind of pissed. I might I might watch it after the show today. Yeah. While I'm in my garage freezing to death. Oh, you're going <laughs> to be in there working on a car? Well, I mean, I I, I got one of those magic jacks, and um, the jack came down, and it clipped one of my hoses to uh, my hydraulic hoses when it, when I let it down. So I got to change my hydraulic hose. I had, I had um, um, transmission fluid everywhere, man. Cause I didn't oh use hydraulic God. fuel. I had transmission everywhere because it clipped that hose and that hose, you know, it was under a lot of pressure. I was like, Oh man, it, I hate to do it to myself. So I did this back a month ago. I right. hadn't fixed it yet, 
So I ordered it last week. It came the port. Uh, the hose came in. I just got to trade the hose out. So I'm <clears throat> I'm gonna do that once I'm done. But as I'm doing, I'm, I'm gonna watch watch a little TV while I'm in my garage. I turned the heaters on already. I, t- I turned my I put heaters in my um in my uh garage, and I right. turned them on early this morning. So when I get out there, it should have taken that you know the 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 bite, the first bite of that initial cold. It should be gone by now. So go back you don't have the big garage door open when you're doing this, do you? No, no, okay. no. Yeah, I was just gonna not say. Now when is this cold outside? So no. you don't play music when you work on the car. You watch. No. T- you have television on. I listen. Yeah, I listen. I'm not. I'm not a real big music guy. Really? You know what I'm saying? I, I know. I like. I in my car. I don't listen to music. If it's not on a sports show, I just won't listen to anything. It hmm. drives my kids crazy. Because I, I get. Well, it drives me crazy because you know my son actually used my car the other day. So I was like, all right, go ahead, man. He takes my car, brings it back. First of all, it's like a, you know, a half a tank of gas gone that he didn't put back in there. I just filled it up, and that's a half a tank. So I'm like, where the hell did he go? That's number one. But number two, when I turn the car on, the radio's blasting, almost, you know, scares the hell out of me. I'm like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Loud music in my I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Now. You know, first of all, you didn't, you know, fix my seat. Second of all, I turn it on, the radio's loud. Then third, to top it off, three strikes and you're out, the music's up loud, man. You know, it's just, it's just mm. you know, I just don't even want to touch my car anymore, bro. <laughs> I don't, man. So then I asked him, you know, so I asked him, man, why didn't you, you know, why you run on my gas out of my car? Why did you just drive your car? In fact, why didn't you just drive your car? Because I didn't have any gas in my car. Oh, oh so you're going to well, use my gas up and not use yours. I'm like, that's, come on. That's man. when you get in the car and you got enough <laughs> gas to get to the gas station and get out your uh, your your debit card. Exactly. I mean, it's not exactly. that tough. AJB on the stream says, remind me never to go to Barrett as my mechanic. <laughs> Well, I mean, he, it happens, man. That stuff happens, man. He drinks eight infused cocktails and makes a mess. What you know? What with stateside? Stateside is my new lick, man. Did you stateside get another case? So, not yet. I keep Xander. I'm on Xander. You, man. Let's go, baby. <laughs> but bro, stateside is. I mean, you could drink it just with ice, man. Oh, I know. It's good. It's smooth, man. It doesn't bite you, man. It's smooth. I like yeah. it, man. Yeah, I like it, man. Yeah. But yeah, man, it happens, man. Because I can't see both sides. I'm a car when I'm letting it down. You know, that happens, man. Yeah. You know, but I know how to fix it. Okay. That's the big thing. I know how to fix it, man. All I right. couldn't see myself having a new car that I couldn't fix. That's why I'll never have an electric car because I know nothing. I don't know anything about electronics. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, I mean, why would I have an electric car? Well, it just won't happen for me. They're going to force you to have electric cars pretty soon. <laughs> right? It's coming. It's coming. And they act like they're cheap, too. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They, these gas prices are going up. Yeah, you got to get an electric car. They're expensive. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. <laughs> I was actually looking at a show yesterday and they, um, yeah. showing the new electric cars. I'm like, they're all too small for me, also. Right. So, how can I get an electric car? I can't yeah, you're get not getting in a Prius. No. You know no, what I'm saying? Now, no. Mercedes makes one now, too. Yeah, that's still small too. It is. It's yeah. a lot smaller than their it's other. It's like a 300 cars. series. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a 300 series. And how much is that thing? I bet that's like 70, 80 grand. Something like that. And then, yeah. you know, I looked at, I was, um, I was at my boy's, uh, his dealership and, uh, it was a Chevy dealership and I went and saw the, the new Corvette. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it. I couldn't fit in there if I had two shoehorns and a crowbar. Oh yeah, you'd need you'd need like a lift to get out of that thing, bro. You would yeah. you would have to have the jaws of life just to get me out, right, of that car. I can There's... hardly get out of my wife's BMW. <laughs> right, seriously, <laughs> it's like you're on the ground. It's what you feel like. You feel yes. like that. Yes. You feel like that. I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. I I, I I just you know just playing around. 
I tried like five different positions to try to get in, and I did not fit in in any way. In any way that I do it. Yeah, they don't look comfortable. Look, this uh, Mercedes-Benz electric car that I've seen advertised over the last couple of weeks, $102,000. Get the hell out of here. I'm Are looking at it me? right now. 2022 wow. Mercedes-Benz EQS and will arrive to, in yep. dealerships this fall with a starting price of $102,310. Are you kidding me? Plus a destination fee. So you starting off, man, at hundred grand. hundred grand. Right. It better have every bell and whistle. It, 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 you know, I should be able to blow and the par, car pulls up in front of my house. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Unbelievable. For a hundred right, grand. We no got to take a short time out. We'll be back in, in a few. We got a lot more to, to cover here just between you and me uh, before the guests start coming on. Do you know, Barrett, the MLB might be in a lockout by tonight? What? Are you aware of this? No. I was not no. until this morning. Me neither. So we'll have to discuss that. Plus, uh, RG3 has a book coming out, and apparently he's going to blast the Washington football team organization. There we go. I needed that. I need there we that. go. All right. That and a whole <laughs> lot more when we come back right here on The Middle on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans, 
go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Oh, yeah. Big Tuesday on the uh, middle. Got a half hour to go. Tom Byrne joins us at uh, the top. And then at 1230, Aaron Beasley, former NFL player, uh, local guy, too. Westford, then he went to West Virginia. He went to the Jaguars, played with the Jets. Uh, I, I'm, I'm curious to know. He wasn't with the Jets very long just to see, like, you know, if because if, back then, was it was he there with Chad Pennington? Yes, because they were decent then. They they went to a couple. They went to the playoffs once or yeah, twice. Yeah, had Martin too. That's right. Oh, yeah, I loved Martin him. too. Yeah, I mean he was yeah. good. Pet guy. Curtis, you know Martin, we all came. Yeah. We came out the same year, man. I can remember uh, Martin and all those guys. You know, I mean, our I mean, we had a pretty good draft class, man. You know, nineteen ninety five was a pretty good draft class. You know, from from you know Kyle Brady, tight end from. Penn State. Mm-hmm. Uh, his quarterback. Oh yeah, uh, was there then. I had Napoleon Kaufman. Uh, I had the speedy receiver from um, from um, Ohio State. What was his name? He's now you know big in college football with ESPN. Oh yeah. Um, um what is his name? Joey Ga- Joey, Joey Galloway. Joey Galloway. Yes, Galloway. Yeah, Let me tell you yeah, a story yeah. about Joey Galloway and Napoleon Kaufman. Nip and Napoleon Kaufman. Napoleon played at Navy, right? No, Napoleon Kaufman played at Washington. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, the running back from Napoleon Washington. Napoleon McCallum is who I'm thinking of. Yeah, Napoleon Coffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Napoleon Coffin, him and Joey Gallup was the two of the strongest guys I ever met. It, you know, we had like – we were in this bowl game together, East-West Shrine game, and they had us in these um, these like apartments. It was it was four rooms in an apartment, in the middle was like the, you know, the sitting room and the, mm-hmm. like you the, know, common the kitchen area. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the common area. So those guys wake up at like six in the morning, make all this noise. Hey, get up. Let's go, big fellas. Let's go. It's me and Scott Graggs. You know, I was an offensive tackle. Scott Graggs was an offensive tackle. These two, hey, man, let's get up. Let's go get a run in. Let's go get a workout in. I'm like, man, what are you doing, man? Scott was like, man, I'm going. I'm going. I said, you know what? I'll go. I'll go up there with you guys. I'll go lift with him. I go lift with him and Joy Galloway. First of all, they start off on the bench with three plates. Mm. 315. Three, they three, start off 345 pound plates. Yes. Wow. 315 on the bar. They both do it for sets of 10. 10. 315. We're talking about a running back and a mm-hmm. wide receiver. Yeah. They finish up with 405 doing it for sets of five. I'm like, I mean, get the hell out of here, bro. <laughs> I'm not lifting that. It's too early in the morning. I mean, these guys are workout fanatics, man. Uh-huh. Fanatics. Can you believe they both benched over 400 pounds? And could do four or five. That's pretty impressive. Five. Yeah. Oh, that's more than, I don't know what's wrong with those guys, man. Well, what's that, that goes them? to show you what the strength and conditioning program was like at Ohio state and the university of Washington. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Two national champions sitting there. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's why Kansas state. I was, <laughs> I maxed out at like four twenty. you know, four twenty five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. These guys in there just throwing it up, you know, for reps. That's, that's hilarious. All right, um, Robert Griffin III. He does college games now with ESPN. I know. I see him on the. I see him on the list all the yeah, time. Yeah, he's actually not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I've, good. I've watched some games uh, that he's done. He's he's not bad. Uh, he's, he tweeted, "New book alert: The truth will set you free. Surviving 
Washington. And then wow. he gives, you know, where the book Simon and Schuster and all this stuff. And then he's got a, a little video talking about this, this book. And this is going to be uh, basically one of these tell all books, I guess. He says, I'm going to tell you the truth about what happened in that playoff game in 2012 against Seattle. I'm going to detail the medical mismanagement I received during my time in Washington. I'm going to open your eyes to the sexual harassment that permeated the walls of that building and give you a deep dive into a power struggle between one of the most powerful coaches in all of sports and an owner that many of you want gone. So I guess he's talking about Shanahan, right? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And this sounds like something I might be interested in. I might I might go ahead and read that too. You know, <laughs> I might go ahead and check it out. Maybe they don't maybe they have it on um, you know, you you could you could just listen to it too, you know. Oh yeah, books on, on tape. Yeah, books on tape. Right. I'm not reading that. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because really, I lie for you if I lie to you. <laughs> well, what what about if you uh you get it on your you know, read it on your road trips out to Missoula, Montana? Well, I, I will definitely you know? have enough time to do that because I got to fly into Denver, Joey B, and then I fly to Missoula. I didn't even know there was a place called Missoula, man. Uh, you didn't? No. Yeah, man. Missoula. Tell you know what? Watching film on them, man. You know what? They're pretty good. They're pretty good. And they're playing a team that beat them earlier in the year. Who are they playing? Eastern Washington. Oh, that's right. You said that yesterday. That's right. They're, they beat them early in the year. Yeah. So John I watched that Kittner's game like three times. Similar. Yep. Yeah. Eastern Washington is the school that plays on the red turf. I yes, think. the red turf right. Hawks. <laughs> yeah. Eagles. Yeah, it's, Eagles. it's hard. I, I remember I tried to watch a game in the FCS playoffs a couple years ago that was from there was a home game for them. I couldn't mm-hmm. watch it. Well that turf is it's it's I'm not I'm not down with that. I had to watch it. And, yeah, you know, it, I've watched it like two and a half times already, man. And you know, trying to, you know, get a sense of what I was gonna be looking at because they played each other early in the season. Mm-hmm. Washington, Eastern Washington barely beat them, barely beat them. And actually, the Grizzlies should have beat them. But it's going to be a good game because both teams are really, really good. Very fundamentally sound. In fact, um, the Grizz beat, they beat, they actually beat Washington mm. this year. Oh, the University of Washington. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, University, University of Washington ended up firing their coach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they had a bad year this year. They just hired the guy from Fresno State. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now, you know, this book, I mean, this is interesting. I mean, the NFL is obviously, you know, they're trying to keep everything hush-hush except for the Gruden emails. That's the only thing that we know about this whole investigation. This could be interesting. This, Do you think this could put RG3 in a tough spot, being that he works for ESPN now that is a partner with the NFL? I don't think so. I think they'll they'll try to you know they'll try to distance themselves away from it. But you know, as long as their guy, all 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 the commentary he's gonna get from that man, you know, he's gonna get a bunch of you know shows and and you know ESPN is mm-hmm. gonna lock on and, and 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 get you know be a part of that. You know, they're gonna try to soak up as much as they can of him, but they're gonna try to distance themselves from it. But they're gonna try to reap the benefits of him being on TV and being one of their guys, right? So they'll do it that way. But it, it, I don't know and, if it, and then when he gets grief, 
for trying to sell a book by utilizing sexual harassment as, as a way to sell a book, they'll just back off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, like, right. like that's him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they won't, they probably won't stand by him then. Like, hey, that's not us. You know, that's we don't have us. anything to do We're with just, that. He's know? just on the show to promote the book. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You know, we have no parts in this. <laughs> we can't have any blowback on Stephen A here. Right. You right. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. That. That guy there, Stephen A., he is Mr. Uh, He's Mr. ESPN, man. Oh, no question. I'm still trying to get over the fact that somebody expects me to to get a Mercedes car, an electric car for 100 grand. I'll try to get a deal with the fact that I'm going to have to build my own electric cars because I can't fit in any other cars. I'm going to have to build my own. You know what I mean? They they couldn't make that uh, Magnum uh, electric? I wish. I'm gonna have to do it myself. Or a hybrid, at least. Yeah. See, I'm like, where where do you go to get that charged up with these electric? You have to have your own charger at your house too. At your house, yep. At your house, it's more of an expense. But you know what? There's, I mean, even at the Wawas, you start seeing these charging. um, Oh, you are. Yeah, the Wawas. You see them um, everywhere in the airport. Like I'm sitting there, and like I'm, I'm trying to get to my get to the plane the other day, trying to get there and get parked. And there's like two spots sitting there for electric cars. Mm. I wanted to park there so bad, man. I just wanted to make sure if I come back, my car will still be there. But I, I started to park there. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not even going to chance it. So I end up, you know, right. having to go up, you know, two more levels in order to park at the airport. Oh, they'd have, they'd have towed your ass. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, about you'd that. have been on a flatbed in a half an hour. <laughs> you wouldn't have even even been checked into your plane, and your car would have been on its way. And it would have been a guy. It would have been a guy. That, that doesn't even have an electric car that would call on me right. to have me towed yep. or, you know, park an electric car spot. That's exactly what it would happen. I'd be pissed. <laughs> oh, I'd be hot as fish grease, man. Somebody else called. You know, how are you going to call on me? And, you know, you, I tell you, man, it'll be just my luck, too. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not even going to chance it. I want to have my car when I come back. I've seen them. I've seen them uh, tow cars, like, in the, in the, in the airports. Mm-hmm. And I sat back and watched one time. They're touring this car. They were really beating the car up, man. They were doing oh, all yeah. kind of stuff to it. Like they don't those, care. They have no, no those, those tow, dr- tow truck drivers. They don't oh, care yeah. about your car. They're like dragging it out, you know, yep. dragging it out. You know what I'm saying? Because they can't really get into these spots that well. Right. And they were just pushing around. I'm surprised, you know, that, you know, they didn't break a lot of stuff on it, man. Cause it, it was, they were doing it dirty. That, that's a dirt. big competition between them tow truck drivers to get to your exactly. car first and get exactly. it on the flatbed, man. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. tow truck wars. Yep. <laughs> you, know? you watched that before? I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Now, Angry Al Bundy on the stream says the parking lot in the King of Prussia Giant has a giant Tesla charging station. Yeah, the Teslas cost a hundred grand too. Yeah, exactly. I can't exactly. afford that. It's a lot of them out here where I live. Yeah. Like, I, sometimes I feel as though I shouldn't even be out here, man. Like, my kids, they going to school. I go up and, and, and pick my kids up from school. Mm-hmm. The kids have, like, BMWs and Mercedes and stuff like that. I'm like, huh, yeah. girl, you better drive this Nissan I just got you and be happy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, Dad, look at – I don't yep. care what they have. I know. I don't care. Don't keep you know up I mean? with the Joneses. No, 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 no. I don't drive a BMW. Why would I let you drive a BMW? Exactly. That's what <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a good point. What do they say to that? Because that's logic, right there. I don't. I I I don't even wait for a response. 
I don't. <laughs> I don't even entertain a response. That's good. You can buy your own car. Okay, when you buy yeah. your own car, you do it. You buy whatever you want to buy. Look, man, I drove around when I was a senior in high school in a Ford Fiesta. Now, you talk <laughs> about a car that is not going to get you any women. It's a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> All right. You know, you imagine that's how I had to hone my game. Right, right. At an early age because it, my car wasn't getting me any kind of love. Well, you had to gift the gab then. That's how you developed that's, the that's gift That's the whole gab, point. Man. Yeah, that's right. So maybe, you know, it, you know, it, 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 it helps your character, helps build your character my by having a car a, that's not a, you know, a fancy hot car. All right. Well, my pops had a, a um, he had a brown van. It was called the Brown right. Derby. Well, my car brown was beige. Van. So it's essentially like an like a light brown. It's well, an ugly, like it was an ugly brown. car. The it hideous was, car. And it, my it, and, and my pops call it the brown derby. Mm. And I can remember one time, me and my brother, man, um, <laughs> this car, man, this this van, man. Me and my brother are driving, right? And uh this hornet flies in the car and it comes up and it stings. Like, oh, it stings me. And I, you know, I, I like veer to the side and boom, I hit a light pole. Backed it up. And kept going. So I looked up, I looked up my brother and said, hey, man, you better not say anything about what just happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he never said a word, man. In Is fact, right? this, is my, this is the only time I've said this this um, this story. The first and last time. The only time I've ever said this story. And my brother did not say a word. He never told on me. Is you know that right? My pop, you know, Bob, my pops, you know, God rest his soul. He, he, um, he never knew because my brother... He kept it tied to the hip, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he probably surprised. In fact, my mom might see this right now and be like, "What? Yeah, is that right. what happened to that?" <laughs> right, might be bad, man. But he never told a soul. He kept between. He kept it one hundred between me and him, man. Hmm. Now, what did you I run said, into again? A light, a, a light pole. Okay, okay. Wow. So it just had a dent, and it. it didn't really make right. a difference. But the, the, the um, it had a you know dent and a bumper. So you know, right. it really, it just cosmetically it looked a little messed up, but it didn't mess with anything in the car. That's like but me. I had to drive around. That's like me and my buddy backing out of the Fireside Grill, I believe it was called, up in Carlisle, PA, which was near Shippensburg, where I went to college at the time. And the Washington football team used to train there, so we went up to just watch them. And we end up going to the bar afterward, and in walks Russ Grimm and a couple of the other wow. hogs, and they uh-huh. sat down and started eating clams and stuff and drinking beer. So we drank beer with them for like three hours. <laughs> And you're talking football. It was awesome, right? Russ Grimm took up two bar stools himself. Right. And these dudes this wide. That was and, my dude. Man. Oh, he was great. And these guys could pound beers, man. So we, me, and, me and my buddy leave, and we got to go back to Shippensburg. It's like 12, 15 miles down the road. And I back out of the place in the Fiesta. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, my buddy's like, what the hell was that? I backed right into the sign of the bar. So it was oh. like this cement, like, <laughs> like base of the bar sign, right? Didn't do anything to the car. Car just, bam, you know, and we're like, oh, my God. All right, just get out of here. <laughs> and we just <laughs> Classic. Russ Grimm. I blame hey, Russ Grimm. That's my dude, man. Buying pictures of beer by the, by the boatload. <laughs> and look, in that car, yeah. my pop. My pops used to get pissed off because he said, "Oh, uh, yeah. you got Big B's cab service." Because all I did was go pick up guys in my um in my uh in my um in the van and right. go to practice with. You know, I everybody could fit in my van to go to practice, so I picked up to go to practice. 
and y'all, this Big B's cab service. You know, mm-hmm. ain't nobody buying no gas, but you know, you picking everybody up, uh-huh. dropping them off. Right. Big B's cab service. Like, I don't blame them. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame them. Just because I got the biggest vehicle and you got to go pick everybody else up. Where's, exactly. my mo- where's my gas money? Right, 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 right. <laughs> All right, now were you aware? Now we got Tom Byrne coming up at noon, but I want to get it. I want to at least ask you about this or the people because this kind of took me by surprise. On uh, ESPN's website, I saw this headline: "Everything you need to know about the MLB's looming lockout." And this guy writes, "Welcome to the end of baseball, for what? a while at least." At eleven fifty-nine Eastern time. The collective bargaining agreement between MLB and the MLB Players Association is set to expire. If a new one isn't in place, the owners are expected to lock out the players. And then they're talking about how long it could go and games could be missed and all this kind of stuff. That would ruin baseball, man. Well, they haven't recovered from the last lockout. That's that's what I'm saying. I think they, they really could run the risk of really killing it. Exactly. You know? Are you going to miss it? Is my next question. I I can't say that I would. Right. Like, I didn't even know about it. Was I didn't know the contracts were even um up this year. Mm-hmm. So that I means I'm I'm so out of touch. With what's going on with baseball? It's 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 pathetic, man. Yeah. You know, and plus, you know, our our team hasn't given us anything to look at. You know, look at the Mets. Just like you said, the Mets out there making moves, and, and they you know, they signed Max Scherzer to a three year deal. They got a couple of bat three guys over the the weekend like a week ago all bats infielders outfielders they're making all kinds of moves and look at us nothing (laughs) absolutely nothing but we have the mvp right 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 he's on the team and we got the second in the cy young but we got nothing nothing yeah best best pitcher though the best pitcher in the league i mean uh, the best um i'm sorry best catcher in the league oh yeah a lot of good that'll do you yeah nothing to miss the playoffs i'm telling you i won't miss it a great pitch. We got look. We got a great catcher, but nobody for him to catch balls from that's worth their salt. You know, what except I mean? Wheeler, who finished second in the Cy Young. But and we need more than just. <laughs> I literally didn't watch a game last year. I Phillies know you game. said that. I watched I the playoffs. I didn't watch any Phillies. Did I miss anything? No. Exactly. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's my Absolutely point. Absolutely not. That's my point. <laughs> And so that's all we have to say about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly. No, but you're right, though. If they do miss any significant portion of the season, um, you know, I, people will check out. There, there's other things that you can do. I'm telling you, having the whole time with the pandemic and missing all of sports for like five months. You know, people found other stuff to do. Granted, you exactly. wanted football back, but were you yep. really missing? I really wasn't missing baseball. No, no. Even during the pandemic. Well, I know, you know, the fans never really got back into Phillies baseball. You know, we, we could barely get over 10,000. If they were good, they there would have been 30,000 there. Right, but we, you know? we weren't. We weren't close. Right. You know, it was a good day for them to get 12,000 people in the stands. You know, at, unless at they're giving Park. away on a on a Sunday afternoon, exactly nice weather, exactly. Yeah, now so that's Jer- gonna be tough, man. That's Jeremiah that's, that's, Butler is lives in Atlanta, who won the World Series, and says I haven't been watching baseball. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's horrible, bro. That is. <laughs> they just want it all, man. Yeah, 
And he said he didn't watch it. That's tough, man. That's Ball real three one six says he will miss baseball. Angry like my Al pops, won't man. miss it. My pops was a huge baseball fan, man. Huge, you know. Like I grew well, up. I was too. Ozzy and all those guys. Yeah, man. I used you know, to be I'm too. St. Louis. Yeah. And you know, you know, it's huge in St. Louis, man. Huge baseball is huge in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. But now, man, I, I, I can't say that I'm disinterested because, I mean, we get paid to talk about them, but. It's almost as like when we do talk about them, the stream is like, all right, that's that's enough for today. Right. <laughs> let's get let's let's get back on track. You know, yeah. let's talk something else. So that's tough, man. That's real tough. I know. I'm I'm just saying it's it's you know it's football or anything. Even you talk Sixers, some people get get annoyed with you. Oh yeah. You oh, know. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you mean? What do you think the chances? You know, he they play you know, the Celtics been, tonight. Well, I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that. But what is the, what are the chances? You know, you think Ben gets traded this month this month yeah uh you know headed 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 into you know january i'd say uh 15 chance 15 yeah i I would call that's a little high you think it's high yeah (laughs) okay well then let's go to 10 what do you think yeah right around 10 man because he just you know he has he has he has no sense of, of of what his worth is he thinks he's worth a lot more than what he's getting right now and and because of that, I don't think they, you know, make any hay with it. As long as they have to keep paying him, he's just as fine sitting out. Right. You know, because I don't know if the love of basketball. You would you question the love of basketball for him? Absolutely, I do. Wow. Sure, I that's, do. That's saying a lot, man. You know, when yeah. you talk about a professional athlete, the right. love of the game is why you play the game. You know, money and you know, money no. you get money, man. But the you love can't of get, the game, you can't man. get that kind of money. <laughs> He, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, he probably went to like two classes at LSU. Yeah. It, you know, it, if he had that. no interest in playing college basketball once the second semester came around either. I, I I would venture to say that he never saw what the inside of his classes were, mm-hmm. you know, during that, what, six months that he had to right. go to class? After that, there was no way no, he was going to class. There's no way. No. All right. Uh, Demas says, let's talk about trading for Goff or Jimmy Garoppolo. Are you serious? <laughs> no, you can't be serious. You got to be trolling. You can't. Right? Right, 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 right. My goodness, Goff. For what? No. For what? Garoppolo. Eh. That's basically the same quarterback we have right now. Uh, ex- yeah, except our our guy can run run even better. Right. 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 I don't know. Now, the only <laughs> one I'm trading for is Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell. Right, Aaron uh, Rod. They're not going to. They're not going to trade with the Eagles. I could see A-Rod Seattle because Seattle needs to rebuild, and th- two or three first round picks would help them kickstart that. Yep, you but at, Aaron Rodgers will never play for another team besides Green Bay. You think he's going to retire there? Yeah, he's he's going to retire. They're going to do whatever it takes to keep him there. You think so? Oh yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, you know, and he can say what he want to say. He 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 loves that place, man. He loves that place. Where would he go? Uh, I think he'd go to Denver. I think he could go to Las Vegas. Um, I don't think he goes to Las Vegas. No? I think they keep that guy there. What about uh, is San Francisco necessarily sold on that Trey Lance? I don't think that's – I don't think they are sold on Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance might be – Thought of in the kind of the same sense that uh, Jalen Hurts is thought of right now. Yeah, yeah. Between me and me and you, man, 
when you are a number one draft choice, no matter how much you like, you know, the guy that's in front of you, they're going to make a way for you to play. They don't seem too keen on going out and, and find a way for him to play. Hmm. You know, he's, he's, he's been chilling. You know what they, I mean? They, 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 you, you think they're regretting not taking Mac Jones instead. I think so. Yeah, I think so. It's pretty funny. All right, yeah. we're going to take a time out. We're going to be back with Tom Byrne from Sirius XM's NBA radio and Mad Dog Sports Radio uh, after this. At Seatside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. TheOceanAC.com All right, welcome back. Second hour in the middle on a Tuesday. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays, Jacob Media YouTube channel. Smash that like button, and uh, it's time to go to the guest line and bring in. We didn't. Ha- <laughs> we had this guy on a couple months ago, right before the college. I think it was right beginning of the college football season, but he wasn't on video. He it was audio only. So now everybody gets to see and enjoy in full effect. The great Tom Byrne. You can follow him on Twitter at the number one Tom Byrne. He's on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM, NBA. He's all over the place. He's a noted Notre Dame fighting Irish honk. So I figured this is a great time to get him on because this is the biggest week really in college football. And he just lost his football coach. Tom, welcome to the show, man. How have the last 48 hours been for you? I was shocked. I was actually on the air at the time, and I was speechless. I didn't know how to react because, I mean, he's not the first guy to do this. He won't be the last. But it's weird to see Notre Dame lose a coach to another college. But let's not be naive. I mean, Notre Dame can afford these coaches. They don't want to afford them. And I think if LSU comes to Notre Dame and says, hey, listen, we want you badly, but we're not going to pay you one more cent than the Irish do, I don't think he leaves. I think we're awfully naive trying to figure out all these reasons why these coaches leave. They they do it the same reason everybody else does. They chase the almighty dollar bill. So same thing with Lincoln Riley. It's tough to digest. I guess it's, you know, a dose of humility to an extent for a Notre Dame fan. But that said, I mean, if they give the job to Marcus Freeman, I don't adjust my expectations even a little bit. Really? Marcus Freeman. Yeah, the defensive coordinator. Yeah. 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 Um, But they, they, they said that, um, you know, well, the AD said that, Whoever is at the interim won't be a, a candidate for uh, the job as they go forward. You know, I mean, is, is that I don't something even know that who think about? Who, did, who is the interim coach? Do we even know yet? Are they pulling out Lou Holtz, a la Bob Stoops <laughs> in Oklahoma? I don't even know who the interim coach is. All I know is that Tommy Reese. Freeman guy. Oh, was it Tommy Reese? Okay. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that would make sense, right? He's the OC. But right, I think that's right. why maybe you go to Marcus Freeman. I don't know a terrible amount of, uh, you know, a lot about him either, but the vibes around them are so that the, the team loves them. And I think to avoid what's happening at Oklahoma, there's a mass exodus. Transfer right. portal, now you got coaches recruiting for SC, still getting paid mm-hmm. by Oklahoma. Did you see that report? Yeah, I You saw want that. to avoid wow. that if you're Notre Dame. So I think you do that by bringing in Freeman. These kids love Freeman. And huh. so I think that might be the proper way to go. Maybe Luke Fickle. You know who I would like, Harry? Your guy, Matt Rule, but I don't know if he'd be you willing would. to leave Carolina yet. 
Well, I, I don't know. I mean, he made a big mistake with the quarterback situation, and now he lost McCaffrey again yeah. for the rest of the year. I, you know, he's got a seven-year deal, uh, but I, you know, I would think that I think he's a pro, he thinks of himself as a pro guy and wants to see this through to see if he can make it yeah. work. But you know, Notre Dame's still, in my view, a special place, and you know, if they come calling with the the right amount of cash, you know, who knows? I mean, right. you know they. You know, but what 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 was uh, Kelly getting paid at Notre Dame? Do you know? It's a private university. I'm not even sure. You know, no, my father probably is obsessed with this stuff. I should ask him. I don't really know, <laughs> but it's nothing close to what Saban's making. You know, you would think that right. Notre Dame and they act like they can't afford to please. We all know they can. Right. I think it's more principle. They don't want to pay that much. Like I've already seen a rumor that maybe it'd be Freeman because they only have to pay him two and a half million a year. But he's never oh been God. a head coach, so he would accept that, right? So give him right. two and a half, maybe give maybe give Reese as like your quasi head coach one and a half, and mm-hmm. you get both of them to stay. So it feels like it's awfully cheap. I mean, they get this NBC check. The one thing to remember though about the NBC check is it's no longer as big as you might think. It's 15 million, it's all relative. But you know, believe it or not, Iowa in the Big Ten is making more from the Big Ten contract. So that's another thing to keep in mind. I wonder if before wow. too long the Irish end up in the ACC full time. I don't think they will until they have to. But once there's changes with the college football playoff, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, that's the thing right there. You know, changes with the college football, that's that's the major point. Because they're competing right now, it's not really an issue for them. But what if it starts dropping off and they stop competing with them? They might have to go to a a, – you sign on with a a conference somewhere. Yeah, again, I think it's going to be financial – the reason they go because NBC, the ratings weren't as great this year. That also has mm-hmm. something to do with they didn't have any signature games, which is weird for them. But if Lincoln Riley gets USC back up, they open next year against Ohio State. It'll be a typical Notre Dame schedule. Those ratings will go up. But a lot of it's going to depend on the negotiation with NBC. If NBC's willing to write a big fat check, then Notre Dame will stay. But if they're not and they're looking around, it's like, geez, they're even making more money in the ACC than we are. Hmm. Then they're going to end up joining a conference. You know, it's funny. People are killing Notre Dame now because they're not in a conference because they don't get that extra data point because they don't play a championship game, which is a great point. But yet if they beat Cincinnati, we'd be saying the opposite. We'd be saying, well, thank God they don't play in a conference championship game because they're already in anyway. Right. So when you have a loss, you want the conference championship game. When you're undefeated, you don't. It's going to depend on the year. What would bother me, guys, is I didn't even crush Kelly too much. I mean, look, he looks bad here. They all look like asses. When they yeah. leave these situations after the hypocritical money hungry it, guys. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. We all know they do it. My biggest problem is we found out from Gary Barter last night the committee might penalize the kids. Well, that's now a data point. Well, is it going to be Baylor or Notre Dame? Well, Notre Dame doesn't have its head coach. Maybe we'll put Baylor in. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, now I yeah, feel that... real bad for the kids. Forget about being a Notre Dame fan. That's right. unfair to the kids because I've said from the get go, no Notre Dame should not be in in front of Cincinnati. Uh, I'll say right. that 100% time's over they lost to Cincinnati at home but if it comes down to Notre Dame and Baylor and Baylor gets in because Brian Kelly took a money grab wow that's yeah that 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 would not be right but uh what do you think has to happen on the football field this weekend in these games that are being played in order for Notre Dame to get in well number one Georgia's got to beat Alabama you guys know that I think that's gonna happen but we know Bama's got a high ceiling I don't think you could put Bama in with two no, I, I think I always got to beat Michigan. It's a title game. So I don't know if this is a spot type of game, but still, I mean, mm-hmm. what do they look more forward to the Ohio state game or a big 10 championship game against Iowa? I wonder if Harbaugh's crew will be a little flat. Yeah. They'll need that to happen. And, you know, outside of that, I, I still think it's better that Baylor beat Oklahoma state because Notre Dame would have a better argument against Baylor than I think they yes. would Oklahoma state. 
And of I course, know, Houston beat Cincinnati. Houston could beat Cincinnati. That. You, that could they happen. Could. They it could. could. You're right. Dana Hogan yeah. left the Power Five Conference to go to Houston. I know. And then Derek <laughs> King transferred to him. You can't make it up. But still, Houston's not your typical non-Power Five. So you're right. I can right. see that happening. Wouldn't that be funny that Notre Dame's future head coach loses to get Notre Dame in potentially with no head coach? Right. College football. <laughs> I'd love that you guys know that, but it, it's a mess. <laughs> well, I love it too, and I know you do, and so does Barrett. Uh, but I, I think a big problem with this and what makes this so you know awful is this early signing period. I mean, you yeah. know, the fact that they moved this thing up to middle of December, now when teams are making moves or feel like they have to make a move, they got to make it before yeah. the season's essentially over, and it screws everything up. And I don't know if they're going to rectify this situation. That's 100% right, and that's why this is going to continue. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Look what Lincoln Riley's doing now. Notre Dame has caught the attention, but Riley went to USC. We're all trying to figure out why. Geez, he's winning scared of the SEC, which I do think is a factor. I think yeah, so, too. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, he's on record saying he wanted nothing to do with the SEC. He doesn't want to play Bama every year, LSU right. every year, a Right. So he goes to USC. Then we find out $6 million home bought for him. They're buying both of his Oklahoma residences. He's making more money than he'll ever know what to do with. No wonder right. why he leaves. And, right, and, and, and the private jet. Right, a private jet his family yep. could use anytime. And he's got his assistants recruiting for him at Oklahoma. Oh, my God. I mean, if you're an Oklahoma yeah. fan, that's got to drive you freaking crazy. I don't know what to do about this. If coaches are going to leave Notre Dame and Oklahoma, schools that have been in the college football Nobody's playoff, safe. Nobody's safe. Exactly right. Nobody's yeah. safe. It's yeah. unbelievable. But, I mean, you, you know, Nick yeah. Saban is the most highly regarded coach in the sport. We conveniently forget what he did to Miami. Now, it's a little different because it's professionals, but still. Right, right. If, well, if only him, damn uh, Drew Brees could have passed that physical. <laughs> right. He just stayed in Miami. And and college football would be better off because I'm so sick and tired of Alabama. How does that yeah. kid not fall down on Auburn? Oh, just I know. Just fall Tank your ass down to the freaking turf, will you please? I'm glad and what Danielson crushed him. And what play to run to the left side? Just run it up the middle, Paterno style. Up the A-gap, up the A-gap, up the A-gap, and they win. They just You're know. right. Unbelievable. But I'm so glad Gary Danielson crushed that kid multiple times for not oh, getting, for, for getting out of bounds. Yeah, Gary D was annoyed, which, you know, I guess it's not a huge shock. I like Gary D. He does feel like a little bit of an SEC apologist. But he does. He I does. I think he calls a good game. <laughs> but so where, where where do they go now? You know, Notre Dame looking for a head coach. Where do they go? You know, I mean, there's a couple of names that are out there. Luke Fickle, uh, yeah. Bill O'Brien, Pat Fitzgerald. I like uh, Pat Fitzgerald. David Shaw. You know, all these guys, you know, they, they sound like they could go into um to, to, to Notre Dame and really make a – because they understand what it is, to, especially you know with with um, academics with, with Pat yeah. Fitzgerald and and, yeah. um, and Shaw and David Shaw. Yeah, Pat Fitzgerald feels like a natural because first of all, half the population is going to love it because he's Irish Catholic. Mm-hmm. Two, to your point, he knows what it is to deal with academic requirements. Yep. And so I think he's definitely in the mix. But again, I think the name the circle guys is Marcus Freeman. Um, the vibes around this guy on campus, from what I'm told, are like nothing we've seen in a while. Kids love him. Where did in fact, he come they like from? More than the he was a decent, you know, Harry, it's a great point. My father was trying to tell me all about him. I'm like, geez, you know, I didn't think he was that big of a deal on the sideline. Right. I'm trying to remember. I think he was under Fickle at Cincinnati, in fact. Oh. And so that's why a lot of people, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe your producer could look it up, but that's why a lot of people think if they go Fickle, that Freeman might even still stay because they already have a working relationship. And now maybe there's a little continuity. But there are a lot of folks. The feeling I'm getting, there are a lot of folks that want to go ahead and just give it to Freeman because what if Cincinnati does beat Houston? 
Now you're going right. to wait another few weeks to bring in your. He head was coach. at Cincinnati. Yeah, he was okay. at That's Cincinnati. Yeah. So then Fickle and Freeman have a working relationship. So I think it's Fickle, mm. Freeman, one A, one B, in whatever order you want. I really do, Barry. Now that would be crazy. You know, you'll hear Matt Rule. You'll hear Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's called it a dream job, but I don't think Khan's letting him out of that contract. Right. And so I, I think that's more a pipe dream. Fitzgerald will be in the mix, but at the end of the day, I think it's going to be Freeman or I think it's going to be Fickle. The only thing that could make this better, uh, Tom, I love chaos, and we have chaos this year in a lot of different ways. Barrett will tell you, I always love chaos. But if Ryan Day, who I think is underpaid at Ohio State, he was only making $4.5 million two years ago, I think it's up to six now, decides to go to Chicago, Chicago to coach his yeah, old Fickle quarterback, and then Fickle goes to Ohio State. Right, right. Yeah, that could happen. Because Fickle, I'm sure he'd love to go to Notre Dame, but if Ohio State opens, he's an Ohio right. guy. I think he's going to want that more. You're 100% right. Yeah. And somebody brought that up to me. I guess I didn't realize the Bears, you know, had flirted with that idea reportedly. Mm. More speculation than reports. But yeah, I guess it makes sense because it's all about Justin Fields in Chicago, and Fields has nothing but respect for Day, so people are connecting the dots. Now, maybe right. after they got rolled by Michigan so thoroughly, Chicago might have, you know, soured on the idea. But yeah, there's a lot that could still happen. I mean, how great was that game? Lincoln Riley. We didn't see Brian Kelly. We didn't see any of these guys leaving. What's next that we don't know about? Who knows? No, I know. You're right. You're (laughs) right. But how how great was that Ohio State Michigan game? And then the scene afterwards, you know, on the field for like 50. Harbaugh's just like walking around aimlessly, high fiving people. He he was. It was like he was drunk at New Year's Eve. It was unbelievable. He was like a mummer's parade. And that, he might as well have been. I'm telling you, they're still partying. That's why I'm worried a little bit about this item game. Can't you see like 14-10 at the half? Yeah. Michigan a little uncomfortable. Who knows? But yeah. it's by far the signature win for Harbaugh. I was down on them. We all were. Michigan State doesn't get the same football recruits as Michigan. Consistently, yeah. they beat Michigan. He had never beat Ohio State. I wanted to give him credit for winning at Penn State, but we found out Penn State really wasn't that good, by the way. Right. Well, that's the other thing. James Franklin? Yeah, what, oh what were your gosh. thoughts on that? Ten years, what, $75 million, I think, right? He's an established PA guy close to where I grew up. I want to root for him, but boy, does he make it hard. My God, he walks around like he invented the game. He, he's a great recruiter. He's a great recruiter, but what is he, he is. doing? He never wins he any big games with his X's and O's. You worry about No. I'm surprised Penn State went 10 years. Why? Because USC might try to get him. Let him go if USC takes him. Right, right, right. I understand why you had to keep James Franklin around. He's not that much. 10 years. What is it for 10 years now with coaches? 10 years. Well, it's the agents. The agents drive that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why? I know. It's like baseball now with these ridiculously long contracts. And nobody would be surprised if next year they start off one and three and all of a sudden, boy, was it a mistake given 10 years to James Franklin? You you know, Mm -hmm. oh, my. But they probably have recruited well enough. They'll be able to avoid that. They'll probably be like Michigan light for a while. Beat all the teams. They'll beat Illinois. They'll beat Mm -hmm. Minnesota. They'll get Purdue. But when it comes to Ohio State, Michigan now that Harbaugh might have them rolling, and Michigan State's probably in that same space, they're the games that Penn State loyalists want to win that I'm not sure James Franklin consistently is going to win. Yep. I agree. They've only beaten Ohio State. What's it? Twenty sixteen, I think it was when he won the. Big yeah, they 10. did get him that one year yeah. in front of the whiteout. If memory serves right. But right. Yeah. He, and that whole whiteout thing. Recruiter. That whole whiteout thing is is a. They're five hundred at the whiteout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah. It's run its course. It's getting a little <laughs> old. Yeah. It's got a better reputation than it deserves. You it know does. what's crazy, guys? Is I what? never understood the whole Penn State home team. You know how many times I've been on Penn State's campus? Not once. 
What? Now maybe now maybe that's my fault. I got to get my butt out there for That is. Game. That's I, that's, that's on you. Penn State. That's on you. That is on me. Especially <laughs> in college, although it might be better that I didn't go to their college. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back then. Well, yeah. But you know, I guess the point is it's three and a half hours away. I never really yeah. looked at it as the home field advantage, but I oh, Barrett hates things. Barrett hates going up there. He's like one road in and one road out. You well, might as well just you know, just just yeah. pack a lunch, man. When you go up there, because after the game, just pack a lunch, man. Because you're gonna be there for a long time, man. Trying to get it's, out of there, it's it's the worst. It's the worst. It's it. Well, I guess you got to tailgate all over again at that point, right? I mean, yeah. Well, you know what? No I, get a line. Well, I you know I did get out of there pretty fast because I went up there on a recruiting visit to um you know to, to for Penn State. And I told him I didn't want to come. I told, you know, Coach Paterno I didn't want to go yeah. because he would let me play until my senior year. And that's oh. the fastest I got out of there, man. I was out of there. And, in fact, I had the meeting at, at 6.30 in the morning. I told him at 7 o'clock. By 12 o'clock, I was boarding the plane in Philadelphia, bro. Wow. That's how fast he got me out of there. <laughs> well, plus you wanted to play basketball. You wanted to play basketball, too. Would they have allowed you to play basketball? No, he wasn't. Yeah. No, but it was Penn State, though. Penn State, I, you know, I was out of – I'd have definitely been like, all right, you know, I'll think about this. But once he said I couldn't play until my senior year, Said, well, Brooksy, I like you. You're a good player, but you probably won't play till your senior year. I said, Coach, wow. well, what if I'm good enough? Um, we just don't do that around here. I said, Coach, well, I, I can't stay to play with you. Well, that's fine, Coach. Well, good luck in your endeavors. Wow. And at they least they were on it with you, I guess. Wow. Could be worse. The guy came and picked me up. Right. The guy when he came pick me up, he said, yeah. Well, coach got you a flight out of here. I'm like, Oh, he's gonna oh, I can't stay. Oh. <laughs> All right, cool. No. I grabbed my stuff and we were gone. We were at the airport. I promise. I was on a plane at twelve o'clock, heading back to St. Louis. Now, wow. what do you think about Brent Venables or Matt Campbell to Oklahoma? Venables will be great. Oh, no, Oklahoma. Uh, I think Venables to Oklahoma might gain a little steam, but I'd be happy just if Kirk Herbstreit stops pointing them out every two seconds. My God, exactly. I love Herbstreit. Jeez, yeah, it's I too mean, much. You know, he's kind of oh, become like the he's become like the Mickey Andrews. Or the Bud Foster of today, mm-hmm. the deep coordinator that you don't know will be a great head coach. You can right. do worse than Venables for Oklahoma. I think that makes some sense. I don't know about Campbell. Okay. I was high on Campbell, but geez, he finally gets a lot of talent to Iowa State and builds them up to his credit. And then they lose what they lose five, six games this year. Well, yeah. And I then he said uh, the goal was never to win the Big 12 championship. That wasn't one of his goals. Did right. you get yeah, that right. audio? <laughs> yeah. If they didn't yeah. win the if, if they didn't win the championship last year, when will they? Right, even right, when Oklahoma's right. out, even when Texas is out, they're not going to get the likes of Bryce Hall and Purdy and those guys. Now, I know they weren't great, especially Purdy this year, relative expectation. But Iowa State, they're not going to get the same recruiting classes as the creme de la creme. Right, 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 right. Well, Venables will do a Venables do a nice job there. You know, he was actually I played with him. He was a he's a Kansas State guy. I went to Kansas State. I played against him. He was a horrible. I'm not gonna say he was a horrible player. He was one of those guys who was smart, knew how to <laughs> yeah. play the game, knew the play was supposed to happen. He just can't get to that play to make the play. Yeah. (laughs) So I knew he was going to be a coach. I knew he was going to be a coach, man. But he'll be a great – he's a great recruiter, man. He gets guys going. He's one of those rah-rah guys. He'll do good for uh, Oklahoma if he did go in there. You would just need to get an OC that's been through it before, right? A cross-eyed coach, offensive coordinator. I could see Venables working at Oklahoma. I think Texas is going to be back at some point. They just care too much about football. I don't know when that point's coming. Yeah, but Oklahoma, you know, listen, they're not going to beat Alabama every year. They're not going to beat LSU every year. I mean, Texas, right. I think, is the bigger brand still. Yeah, I do. It's a defeatist attitude, but I do kind of understand outside of the bigger paycheck. I do kind of understand why Lincoln Riley would leave. 
USC could dominate the Pac-12. I mean, you Absolutely. could beat Stanford, Cal. You could beat those yeah. Washington State, you, Colorado. Yeah. You could beat them every year. Right. And he already got that five-star quarterback to flip. From yeah, Oklahoma exactly. to USC. So, <laughs> you know, he's starting out. Now all he needs is a big left tackle. You know, the oh, USC yeah. is always known for their big tackles. He needs he needs a five-star kid out of there. Probably won't have to drive, but about two hours away from the campus to go find one of them. Right. No, right. California, it's not Texas. It's not Florida. Maybe it's not LA, Louisiana. But, I mean, it's one of the top three, four states, I would think, just for size reasons. Sure. As far sure. as recruiting is concerned. And USC, you know this, it's a fickle fan base. They could care less unless Notre Dame's there if they're not good. But right. once they're good, the celebrities show up. Here, Snoop Dogg on the sideline. Will now Farrell. That it team. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Will Farrell be there? Right now, they're the it team, right. and they'll get all the big recruits. He like better with when all Pete the money was they there. gave him, but you can't see that coming. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, that no coming. doubt. All right, last one before we go to the NBA. What do you think Temple ends up doing? I was going to ask you that question. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no well. You know, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. I go back to uh, Matt Rule's got a bunch of, you know, young, good recruiters on his staff that was there at Temple. Mm. They went to Baylor with him, a lot of these guys. Okay. And then some of them went along to the Carolina Panthers. Um, I just go there and see who could assemble the yeah. best staff because that's really what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah, I can so. see that. I, I think that would make some sense. Go to Rule route. He was so good there. I mean, I, I went mm-hmm. to the Notre Dame Temple game. Yep. When uh, I did college that game, game yeah. there was there. Yeah, it was a great game. I saw on the sideline. I mean, bottom line is, I don't know if they get back there, but yeah. maybe that's the route you go, get that rule disciple, because even though the ins and outs of what it is to be the head coach at Temple and the recruiting And that's a big deal. Like what you just said, oh, the ins and outs. Yeah. Uh, at a place yeah. like that, it's really – a guy that knows the landscape, I think, has a big leg up because it's a different oh, yeah. job than most of these college jobs. Completely yeah, agree. Yeah, so. Yep. I'm yeah, rooting for them. Right I hope they get the right right guy. It's important they do that because, you know, they're going to get buried a little bit here with the AAC getting a little weaker, which I don't love. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's get to the NBA. Uh, Sixers-Celtics tonight. Uh, but before that, like what the, the whole Ben Simmons saga, you know, it's kind of been kind of forgotten about a, for in a large aspect because the, the Eagles were winning games until last weekend and, and, and Embiid was out with COVID for an extended period of time. Sixers kind of fell out of favor. They lost a bunch of games. Yep. Do you think this Simmons thing, when do you think this gets done? February, maybe, you know, December deadline. 15th, I think, yeah. The rumors will start after the 15th because now guys who have recently signed are available, but, Looks like this is going to play out. I don't think he's getting what he wants as, as far as these offers are concerned. Now, at some point, Dow Moore is going to have to be a little realistic. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand why he's not taking some of these girls. Who wants Jeremy Grant? I mean, he no, did a no. good job taking him in the second round. But how can you go from Sixers won James Harden, but also Jeremy Grant? Right, you right. You want a historical yeah. great, but also a dude who's average. I got. Yeah. I don't really know. So it'll probably play out till February. Then teams that are out of the mix will be a little bit more desperate to make some moves, might want to go young. I could see it. He'll he'll trade him. I think ownership will lean on him to do so quietly. Yeah. But probably did, February, unfortunately. Did you ever buy into that rumor? I think it was The Athletic put it out a couple of weeks ago about Jalen Brown from Boston for Ben Simmons. No, not really. I mean, you know, listen, I think it's actually a fair deal. People are so down yeah. on Simmons. Simmons has more accomplishments than Jalen Brown, and it's folks in Boston that were laughing at it. Mm-hmm. But because of what the backlash would be, I think that's one reason Brad Stevens might think twice about it. You know, he's not hes not typically a guy who has to worry about this sort of thing. It's weird that Brad Stevens is in the front office. I think it's actually a pretty fair deal. But the problem is, I guess, according to the reports, 
not only were they asking Jalen Brown, but they were also asking a couple first round picks. And that's yeah. if Dow Moore is going to go that route. Now, I did also see another report that said that Danny Green would go to Boston. And Danny mm. Green, even though it looks like he's in pain when he runs, it's weird, is actually a very <laughs> undervalued player. He can defend and he can do threes. Yeah. So if that's the case, I actually thought it was a pretty fair deal. But yeah, I don't know what to expect. I really don't know what to expect when it comes to the Simmons trade. I hope they don't screw it up, man, because they got him beat in this prime. And if they get a big time return, who knows? I mean, no Kyrie in Brooklyn, Golden State's rolling, but that's the Western Conference. If they get the right deal, they can make a run. Well, I don't know what the right deal is now. I mean, where what is right. the right deal? What is his worth? I mean, that's that's I just don't know right now because nobody wants to deal with with Ben Simmons, you know, his extracurricular stuff, man. I mean, I know. they see this. So because they see this, they're not going to make the decision to go, you know, go with him. They they'd rather not deal with this now. You know, it's it's not like it used to be back in the day where, you know, it used to be that, you know, players could do and ask for what they wanted. You had to, you know, bid to them now. It's it's not like that anymore. They'll just assume get you out of there and get somebody who wants to play now, as opposed to, you know, dealing with, you know, superstar ism, you know, or whatever you would call it. Well, they'll put up with the superstar if he's worth it. But unfortunately, Simmons' value is so down right now. I don't know if he's viewed as a superstar. There's still some general managers that are looking at a kid who's won rookie of the year, then always made an all-star team, made a third-team all-NBA. We're only a couple years removed from the nonsensical, whose team is it, Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid? Think about how dumb that sounds now. Yeah, tell me. So, I mean, there's still something to be said for the future of Ben Simmons. and I, I do believe general managers understand that. If you look at somebody of advanced metrics, he looks good there because it, you know, not going to point out what the film points out. The fact that he's afraid to shoot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. CJ McCollum at a pick or two, you know, I mean, right. I would look at Fred Van Vliet. If you could maybe get Van Vliet in another piece of Toronto. I don't know what the right move is. Yeah. I really Halliburton don't. from Murray. Sacramento. Yeah. Halliburton. Yeah. I don't yeah. love the Aaron Fox the way a lot of people do. Sacramento's a mess, but um well, yeah, I mean, you got to get something back in return. But what that package looks like, guys, don't let anybody fool you. Nobody knows. We're all guessing yeah. right now. I mean, even the reports and the rumors have run bold. It yeah. does yeah. feel like <laughs> it's kind of in a point now where nothing's going to happen. And then December 15th, maybe the rumor mill starts up again. All the dots have been connected. Everybody's run out of places. Yeah. I just I just hope he ends up going to like an NBA Siberia location <laughs> and the, the Sixers get yeah. back a decent player in return and a draft pick. Yeah, something like that. Pelicans, Timberwolves, yeah. Sacramento, right. you know the destinations. Yeah. Cleveland. Yeah, smaller market people don't care about. Pelicans, right. they're a mess. You know, right. you know, Memphis has John Morant, but yeah, right. Minnesota's got a little decent vibe to them right now because the town's back and D'Angelo Russell's yeah. having a big year. But you're right. That would be nice. Like, it would be painful. Had he gone to Golden State and he was part of this 18-2 run, we'd oh. be all like, oh, my oh. gosh. You know? Oh, my god. So that, that would be tough to deal with. So yeah. the other one that would be interesting is, could you imagine, like, I threw out on Twitter, thanks to a colleague, just having fun with it. And I don't even know if I do it from a Sixer perspective. And that's what's funny because Knicks fans thought I was nuts for even suggesting it for the Knicks, but they're delusional. Randall, Kemba, couple picks, first rounders for Simmons because they want to go with their second. But the reason I thought it out there, could you imagine him having to come in with the Knicks multiple oh. times a year? Oh, yeah. Oh, that would increase that rivalry tenfold. That would be fun. Oh, me too. I don't know if I love that package. Kemba right. seems like he might be close to Wash right now. Joyce Randall has come back down to earth, but you get the idea. Yeah, a little bit.
Yeah, no, I do. And that's why I love that Jalen Brown thing, because having him come back in a Celtic uniform Celtics. would be just oh. unbelievable, too. Just, I, 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 doubt, I doubt if he would even come back, you know. He, <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> it would be yeah. load management. Load right, it would be a load night. management, yeah. No like question. Andre no Drummond question. did, ironically. Remember that when Cleveland, they just traded for him. They even said, because they didn't care about him, they were just using him for a half year before they got rid of him. David said, we don't even know why he's not playing. Because mm. basically he didn't want to play Embiid that night. He had the Embiid flu. Wow, that's great. Yeah, All right, last one. Last one for Tom. Follow him on Twitter, at number one Tom Byrne. Listen to him on Mad Dog Sports Radio, NBA uh, Radio, and Sirius XM. Who wins the national championship? Can somebody beat Georgia? Are they are they beatable? They're beatable. Uh, Stenson Bennett, though, man, I don't know what you guys expected. I thought it would be J.T. Nope. Daniels, show everything I read, and Stenson Bennett's been awesome. So as long as he's even quasi-efficient. Their mm. defense looks like it's historically good. And we all keep waiting for Alabama to be Alabama. Bryce Young's great, but, I mean, they shouldn't be in a close game. They were 24 favorites against Auburn. If you're fading Bama on a weekly basis, you're up a lot of money right now. They just haven't been who they should be. They're a little like the Chiefs before their recent run. Right. You know you know they, you know it's there. You know they have the high ceiling, but can you trust them to get there? So, And, by the way, if Georgia doesn't win this year, when the hell are they going to win? That's, and I hope that's Kirby Smart point. does yes. And Kirby Smart better not blow this because that dude is so tight. Fourth and one, yeah. you can't wait to send the punting unit out there. Right. You've got to take some chances <laughs> against that. So, I I'm love it. say Georgia. All right, there he is, Tom Byrne. We love him. Thanks so much for jumping on, man. Have a great holiday season. Appreciate you, man. You guys are the best. Anytime you need me. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, All bro. Right. Thanks, bro. All right, there he is. So we got to take a timeout. And then we got Aaron Beasley coming up on the other side. How about that? There ready, Barrett? Are yes, you ready? Sir. My God, my God. <laughs> Back in three. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. 
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fot. What's that? Huck and Fot. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Uh, welcome back to the show. Final half hour of the middle here on a big Tuesday. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. And uh, we now go to the guest line and bring on a, a man who joined us a few months ago on this show around the beginning of the football season. You can follow him on Twitter at KillaBees at B-E-A-S 21. KillaBees. Aaron Beasley, welcome to the show, man. How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm good. How's everybody doing? Can y'all hear me? Am I good? Oh, yeah, yeah, we hear you, bro. We good, man. Bees, what's up, man? You just who? What NFL player you just um, worked out just now, man? Who who'd you have working out today? Oh, I worked myself out. I'm making a comeback at 48. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. No, I, I just went in there. Um, I I went in there and did some uh some drills. One of my cousins is working out. He actually uh, played arena, and I think he's going to try for the. I think he's going to try to get a trial for the Stars when they play this year, USFL. Oh, that's right. That's coming back this year. Mm-hmm. I'm actually mm-hmm. looking forward to that, man. That was a good football game. Hey, you know, if, if you love the game and if it's if it's like standard football instead of some, like, you know, wacky uh, stuff that is off the field, you know, it's good. So Football's a great game. Yeah, no, 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 I don't need any of that he hate me type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't need cameras on the field. And, you know, I don't need, I need just regular football, spring football. Because there's a lot of talent. Some guys just don't make the league because there's so much talent up there. But, like, I tell a lot of people, you got to be a bad dude just to get a trial in the NFL. <laughs> no question. So imagine how many bad dudes that don't even get a chance to play, but they still have talent. You know? No question. Well, hey. As we go forward, man, you know, you being a former Jet, you saw what the Eagles just did. They laid an egg this last game against the Giants, you know. Where do you see the Eagles progress, you know, as far as going up to the back to the Meadowlands this week and playing against this Jet team who just came off a win? Well, I, I would say have caution just because, you know, their record. Um, playing the Jets, they're going to play hard. I mean, the coach, uh, he's an energy guy. Uh, one of my former teammates is one of their coaches, and he's like, man, these guys love him. You know what I mean? So they'll go through a wall for this guy. And it's like one of those teams, they're both young, and, and what they saw from last week, they're going, they're ready. Like, they're not going to be like some, oh, they're just the Jets. They're going to play man-to-man just like the Giants did and the rest of the NFL is going to do, and they're going to say, who can get, get off press and who can get us? And quarterback better throw accurate passes. Well, See, how about that? that? 
<laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear that. How about that, though, oh, last week? The, the, <laughs> I'm just the, being Eagles, real. <laughs> the Eagles lose the turnover battle four to nothing and still have a chance to win that game at the very end. How about that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you know, we, we were just talking. I was uh, at Kevin Johnson's place. Kevin Johnson and I were just talking about how, you know, everything about the stats and all this. But really, for for that, that percentage is so off. Like, it's like a 0% chance to win a game when that happens. So when you have that chance and you that last play, man, you got to make find a way. Um, I've never seen that, like four turnovers and you still have a chance to win. I, I play Madden. If I, if I get four turnovers in Madden, it's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, little quick question, man. What do you see in, in, in Wilson, man? He'll be starting against the Eagles this time. What do you see in him as a quarterback? You know, can can he be that number one pick? Can he be that guy that they want, you know, as their number one pick this year? What do you see in him? Because I, I, me personally, I thought he was the fifth best quarterback in this last year's draft. And they draft him the number two quarterback in this draft. You know, what do you see in him? I mean, he has the arm talent. Um, but it's, it's just one of those things, man. You know how it is. The, the more you play – the more we can see about you. I don't think he's played enough that we can really get a read on him because, I mean, a rookie going against Belichick, that's not good. I mean, so his, his one of his worst games was against Belichick, and we know how he does rookie quarterbacks. But I just think you got to get more. Just like Jalen Hurts, we got to get more. We got to see more um, because quarterback is not like college. You know, I mean, these defensive coordinators are scientists, They're evil, mad scientists. <laughs> and and like you got to think about even like a Peyton Manning, as great as he is. Look how he struggled that first year and, and even look in the second year, you know, but you're not going to know until year three or four what you have. That's what I think. I mean, because you, you got to go through some ups and downs and let's see how you out of it so i think that is a perfect test for Jalen hurts this week how will he come out of that and rebound then we'll know what kind of quarterback we have i say we because yeah. i am an eagles fan but i have yeah. the jets <laughs> and the falcons and the jaguars they did pay me so i love them too right right <laughs> well speaking of Jalen hurts hey. i mean you, you've now watched him play uh 12 games this year four games last year that's a, that's a full rookie season in essence uh, how much have you seen him grow as a quarterback? And what, what does he still need to do, in your view, to maybe lock this job down? Um, that it's all about consistency and and accuracy. You know, right. you can have a strong arm, or you you might not have the strongest arm because Drew Brees didn't have the strongest arm, but he was very accurate. He knew where to go with it. And I think – the one thing is it goes back to time. He's going to need more time repetition before he can really read these defenses and see, you know, because when sometimes you got to think these guys don't have a veteran presence in that, that meeting room, <clears throat> you know, to actually show them how to watch this film and what they're looking for. You know, we, we grew up in it. We had vets. Now it's like so much of this, salary cap turnover that you're getting rid of the veterans and you're not even thinking about the leadership value that some of these guys have. And then you got young coaches who haven't really played and you can't really draw off an experience because all the coaches are to play 
book, and, and it's like you, you're not having teachers out there. So I, I just think time and repetition is going to be his best friend. You know what? I didn't think about that. You know, um, as far as a veteran presence being around, um, being around Jalen right now. You know, because um, when you look at what they had before, you know, you had somebody there that could really help him out as far because, like, just like you said, we I had guys like Riley McKenzie with me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, those guys helped me out. You know, I had Flacco's uh, you know, now Kyle in McIntyre. New York Flacco. And, you know, and, yeah, and Flacco's, yeah, yeah, he's gone now. So you know, where does, where does Jalen Hurts go for that? You know, that, that, that ear to like, all right, Hey man, you know, this is happening here. How do I combat that? I, that they don't have that in that locker room. And, you, like and the said, coaching staff is so young too. They don't have it. Yeah. And they, yeah. none of them played. Exactly. None of those guys played. That's, I didn't think. Of and that's across the NFL. <laughs> yeah. It's across the NFL. It's all these young coaches who are, you know, most of them didn't even play football. If you look at a lot of these coaches. So there's really nothing to draw off of. I look at defensive back coaches. I'm like, what is he going to ask that coach that played, uh, he played uh run I'm I'm just example. He played running back at Pop Warner. That was his last football. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now how do you do that? I mean, I could go back, I can I could go back and say a hey, hey, Coach Grimm, who was one of the original halls, hey Coach Grimm, they're running an MEB blitz over here. I can kind of see it, mm-hmm. but if I on this play, if I do this and I tell somebody this, we could do that. Can we can we get that across? Oh yeah, go this. But if this happens, you can do this. They don't have that to draw from. How did he get the experience? That you're absolutely right, man. I didn't even think of it from that aspect. You know, that's that's huge. That's huge. That is huge because it's all, it's almost like we hear we hear the phrase, "They got to be taught to be a pro." You know what I mean? Yep. This is a different game. This this serious up here. Like, yeah, fractions of a second, inches are everything. You know how hard it is to get one yard. You know, right? Exactly. And like if if I can't if I can't especially like I always go back to my position like if I got if I can go back to a coach that's been there like yo he he's sending me here and and but if you if then you got a guy that's like I don't know what so where do you draw from you know yeah. <laughs> I, I if if your coach has never been a corner how can you rely on a cornerback coach That's tough <laughs> yeah if your coach hey, has never played O line how can he be your O line coach if he's never played, if he's coaching because somebody told him how to coach, he's still not drawing off experience. Right. To what extent do you think uh, the Jets can can lean on Flacco, who spent you know a while here, not very long, but enough where he got start to know the you know the plays and you know the personnel and all that? How much do you think they're tapping into him this week to gain some sort of advantage? Oh, spy versus spy. Remember, spy versus mm. spy. Mad magazine. <laughs> <laughs> now they're they're getting everything. I mean, formations. They they get everything. I mean, you know how it is. Sometimes in the division, we used to pick up a guy from the other team, scout team, just to get some information. He cut next, and week. then he's cut. Yeah, <laughs> we see that all the time. But it's like any information you can get, and then you know, I mean, Flacco's a smart guy, so I know. He knows everything, and they're going to get keys and that defense. He's in that defensive room explaining some of the audibles, and we had that before when when a quarterback would come in there and explain stuff for us, like this is what they see, uh, three by one, this is their key, and two by two, this is what they're looking at. So he's giving them everything. Wow, I didn't even think about that either, man. That's that's also a tough – <laughs> what, we've been killing, you know, we've been killing, you know, this young guy, man, um, Jalen Rager. 
over the you know this this week, you know, simply because you know two cat two passes hit his hands. They should have been catches, you know, would have put us in front to win the game. He's dropped both passes, and you know, and and we're up in arms right now. You know, what are you thinking? Which direction do you think this Eagles team is going to go with you know Jalen this week, especially you know with them coming off a, a bad week? Do you think they're going to throw him back out there? Uh, you know, and 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 force feed him, or you you know, how do you think they're going to handle this situation now that you know he's almost like you know shunned in Philadelphia's force and being on the field? Oh man, I I feel bad for him because just the amount of pressure on him. I mean, he's a young kid in in a city like this. Um, we've been through it, you know. We had a guy a couple of years ago like that, you know. Um, I I feel like you have to play him. You have we don't have much else, first of all. Right, right, right. And then you, he he's a first round pick. You ain't cutting the first round pick. I mean, that guy, he's just gonna have to show up and and put it on his own shoulders. Uh block the rest of the world out, get off Twitter, get off Facebook, get off everything, and just focus. Get in there, do extra work. I mean, the only thing in this game is all about confidence. His it's all about his confidence. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people think about him. He has to believe in himself. And, I, I mean, that's the only thing I can think about. Well, he can't do it. He he has to just go ball. Yeah, that's going to be tough. He man, goes yeah. out there and ball. If he goes out there and balls, we'll forget about it. If he makes the playoffs, we'll forget about it. He got to do something. That's all. Hey, I've mm. been there. I'm, hey, hey, my position is the hardest. So, you right. know, I got beat. And, and you hear the chatter, and, and and you feel bad, but like there's nothing you can do but like flip that switch. I mean, you you can't just listen. You got to keep going. Yeah, I remember having to meet, bro. Hey, especially left. You play tackle. You don't want to yeah. hear your name in left tackle. Oh, bad Brooks back there, black. <laughs> yep, bro. I've had it happen, man. And then you know what's what's bad, man. That you know we. After that bad game, I come back in. We're playing against Raiders. You know, I gave a, a sack and a half um, to, to Pat Swilling. So I come back and all I hear is, sweet swill, sweet swill. I come back, you know, <laughs> we get back home and, you know, come Tuesday, I come in to work out on Tuesday and I look over. They're working out three left tackles. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. Lee, come on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, They're working out three guys to replace me. So that's tough, man. It's tough, man. So I understand. I understand. Mm. It, and and you know how it is. There's nothing, there's nothing or no one that can help you. You just gotta go ball. Like I ain't gonna lie. Yep. I, I think one thing that helped me, so I was a I wasn't a fast guy. I only ran a four six forty and I was out there covering four two guys. So if I miss, it's a rat. So my thing was <laughs> my thing was you play hard, you play angry, you play fast, and you just every play you just keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? And just stack plays. Get a hundred percent grade every play. And you just think one play at a time like that, then you don't think about the game. So maybe that's what he – I could be a sports psychologist if he hollers at me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron, if had the, had the Eagles won last week, uh, we would still might be talking more about playoffs and even the division because the Dallas Cowboys have fallen on hard times these last couple of weeks, uh, lost a couple of games in a row. Uh, Zeke doesn't look like the same Zeke. Dak has been off because he's, you know, a couple of those receivers were out due to COVID and injuries. What are you seeing from the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, they play Thursday night against the Saints. Um, I mean, just like everyone else, the injuries, 
I mean, it's it's who who's the survival of the fittest at the end of the season, you know. Yeah. And I I just think, you know, once we get to this December, that's when you really count everything. You know, you're kind of like it's almost like a one of those stock car races. You know, you find in your position, find your position. But uh, you know, you got. I think there's tiers this year. You know, there's like the there's like the two or three teams right now that we can say Tampa, the Green Bay, and the Arizona, that's one tier. And then you got the Dallas, you know, I, I feel like there's a bunch of tiers where there's not one clear-cut team, but I think Dallas is in that second tier. Right. They can be beat. You know, it's like, we we didn't play our game that first time, but they can be beat, and that's shown. You know, you, you slow that game down or speed the game up, you run it, you run that clock down, and you don't let that offense get on the field, and they're not so hot. They're they're a big rhythm team, so a team like that, you keep Dak on that bench, you can win that game, cause they're they're not a, if they if they don't score a lot of points, anybody can beat them. Hmm. That's exactly what I keep telling people. You know, I mean, everybody's talking about Dallas this, Dallas that. You run the ball. That's the best defense against their offenses to keep them off the field, win the time of possession, and plus, you know, we're a lot better up front. We didn't use them last week on Sunday the way we should have. We didn't start using them until the third quarter, and you saw the dividends we had, um, you know, received in the, in the third quarter. At this point, we got to get back to what we do best, the identity we have, running the ball. It, it, I don't want to be fancy. I don't want to be this new up and – this just run the rock mm-hmm. consistently, and I think that's going to help this team. It's going to help Jalen also because now the pressure is not being put on him like it was put on last week, man. It was too much pressure on him again, and, and you know, they asked him to do something that – he, they were asking him to do before, and it didn't really work as well as it should have. So why go back to it again? Let's just run the rock and you know do what we do, man. That's the biggest thing. Hey, because you know we, that's when we played, man. It was black and blue. Because like yeah, I was talking yeah. to Kev, and it was like we were in that. Uh, I was you was there, the AFC Central, Pittsburgh, yep. Baltimore, uh, Cincinnati, Tennessee, and Jacksonville. Boy, you think about it, we was running that ball. There was there was short games. Yeah, there was, yeah. A, there was no passing. It was run the ball. Great defenses, man. We played Baltimore. We played Baltimore, and they had been on a streak of five straight wins where they didn't score a touchdown. Right. Yeah. <laughs> think I about remember that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that was like back in, that was it, back in the still, Jamal Lewis era. Yep. Jamal it's still Lewis that. Era. It's still that game. You know, like we can do all this fancy stuff, but you gotta run the ball because mm-hmm. uh, these defenses nowadays defenses can't stop offenses. Yeah. So you gotta find your niche. I feel like now we found the niche and then we went away from it. You know, we we're we we're scoring. The team wasn't scoring much either. You know, it was like a, a fast game. Because even this game went fast. This game was, what, like two hours and 30 minutes? I mean, it was so short because it was so much running. Right. But uh, I feel like just sticking to the game plan, keeping it basic, and just doing what we do. Because it it really helped our defense. That's what I think it helped uh, the huge. most. Because now huge. when when Huge. I mean, cause teams, teams couldn't they, – they couldn't run against them either. So if we can run and they can't run against us, I would say the team that's going to run is going to win most times. Hmm. No yeah, you, you talk about the Ravens. Hey, think about a pass. On a, on a pass, 
<laughs> on a pass, there's only one good thing that can happen for the offense, and the other two are bad. Right. Incomplete or interception or right. completion. <laughs> you talk about those old Ravens teams, uh, Barrett and Aaron. That was uh, the Trent Dilfer, Tony Banks-led team. Remember Tony Banks <laughs> did a couple of games for them at quarterback? Oh, yep. man. Yeah. Yep. Jamal yep. Lewis was the running back. Absolutely. Yeah. And that back oh, then, the man. Eagles, you know, the Eagles ran the ball consistently back then, too, because they had uh, they had Westbrook. They had uh, Deuce back then. You know, I mean, it, it, it was just that's what you oh, did. Man. You ran the ball, man. You know, Buck you know, Deuce, man. Yep. 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 Buck holder, yep. too. You know, so it wins, man. You know, they think our you know, everybody wants these new coordinators who want to throw the ball around. There's nothing more tried and true in winning a Super Bowl than with a great defense and running the rock. You know, right. that equation is one. There's been very few yep. teams that have passed the ball into a, a, a championship, passed the ball into winning the Super Bowl. It's few or far between of those guys that have done that. Yeah. More so running the ball consistently and great defense wins championships. Hey, Aaron, I know you're a big college football fan, too. Yep. You're West Virginia Mountaineers, 6-6. Six and six. They'll end up going to some bowl. But uh, what what is your take on all this craziness that we've seen with the coaches moving in these last uh, couple of days? I, they got to change that rule. I know it's different for college because they got to recruit and all that. But, like, mm-hmm. you're, you're, Notre Dame still has a chance to make the playoff. And got to leave, right? Like, I know. It's funny. It's like these guys talk about winning, winning, winning. But when that money comes up, they don't care about winning, do they? I want to win that money. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is, man. I mean, a, there's actually, the win is the right. big bag. That's right. That's a it's a it's a real possibility. Ain't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, it's a real possibility that you know <laughs> that Fickle could possibly get the Notre Dame job and then coach. Against yep. his Cincinnati team, that you know Cincinnati Bearcats that might get into the playoffs, you know what it's, I mean, or or Notre Dame gets in the playoffs. I mean that that could actually happen. That'd be the weirdest yep. thing ever if that happened. It's crazy. Yeah, we appreciate a couple minutes, Aaron. Man, enjoy the enjoy the football the rest oh, of the way. No problem, and, uh, man. Have a great holiday season, man. Anything for Thanks my lot, shooting bro. guard. That's my shooting guard. <laughs> hey, hey, we got to get on the court again, man. Here's the shooting guard. I was. The <laughs> <laughs> Something right, doesn't seem right about that. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> Think about that lineup. Yeah. Think about that lineup. Back the shooting guard. I'm the center. Man, I, my brain, my brain just got twisted up now. Oh, he can jump off the gym. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Thanks so much, man. All right, bro. Have a good one, man. All right, guys. Have a great one, man. Aaron Beasley. He's a lot of fun to talk to, man. Now, was that true? He was the 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 center, and you you were the he shooting. He would jump ball. Yeah, he he never got tired. He still never gets tired, man. He can run up and down the court. The reason I was playing shooting guard because I wasn't going, but I get to the three point line on each side. That's as far as I was going. I wouldn't make it all the way down up under the basket. That's what it was. He was more conditioned than I was. <laughs> Is that right? But he's a good dude, though, man. A really good dude, man. You know, he he's always got that excitement. That and that energy, enthusiasm, man. He's just a good dude, man. All right, I'm looking here, back here on the stream. There was a question for you. What's that? A while back from Shizo Flex, and I'm trying to decipher this. Barrett Eagles question here: How can you build around a QB when you go down 
big in a game and you're not confident he can throw you back into the game. I think that's what he's trying to say. Well, you know, I, I really think that, you know, if, if, if you put – when you put him in a good, in a, in a good situation mm-hmm. where he's ran the ball and off play action, he can push the ball down the field. I think he can have some success. But, you know, it, it's just not – not every quarterback is like a Tom Brady. Mm. You know, that you're going to get the effects of him having a great game, you know, once you're down. I mean, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that can do that, period. Like, right. even right now, you know. I see, you know, teams like, you know, like the Steelers. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger can't throw his guys back into the game. Well, even Russell Wilson couldn't do it Monday night against Washington. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I think situational football is just hard to do it, especially with the way people play defense now. They play coverage and allow those guys to to really um, create pass rush on the outside. That's why you have, you know, that's why these guys are getting paid so much money to pay, you know, to, to rush the passer. So it's not really necessary that your quarterback can't put you in that position or, or, or win a game for you. It's just defenses are so good right now that it's hard to really go out there and make a play if you don't have number one have big time wide receivers. You know, you know, not everybody has you know uh, with 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 a Rod has up there. You know, with his guy, um, not everybody had a you know a Michael Lewis with you know with Drew Brees. You know, those are all guys that fit well. I Me, mean, um, I'm sorry, with Jenkins. You know. Right. Not everybody has those type of players that could, you know, have that tandem that they can always get open. Tom yeah. Brady has guys that can get open. You know, he can always go to Gronk or A.B. We don't necessarily have that guy. We're starting to get one in Dallas Goddard when we use him. Yeah. We're starting to get that in Smith when he use him. But the better those guys are, the better our young quarterback will be. And when you have a defense that's going to, you know, cover those two main par- targets, somebody else has to step up. And it's not necessarily Jalen. I can't take anything away from, the, you know, the two balls that Jalen threw. They were interceptions because he tried to throw and he threw it to double coverage. Those were bad decisions. Hmm. But we need other guys to step up. You know, he was going to his third target then, his third progression in the read, you know, when he threw up those passes. And, you know, the first two targets, they got to get open. They got to they gotta make a play, and they didn't. So, you know, Jalen has a lot of work to do. And also his receivers has a, have a lot of work to do in order to be open and he can deliver the ball to him. All right. Uh, a lot of action on the stream regarding the mustache. Uh, people telling me to keep it. And I'm thinking <laughs> that uh, they may have a point because there, there's other stuff uh, on the stream about maybe Jalen Hurts doesn't play this week. And you know who would play is Minshew. Yeah. So I yeah. think in light of the fact that Minshew may play, we're not making any statement. We don't know. I hopefully Jalen Hurts' ankle is fine. Right. But if he doesn't, Minshew would play. And I can't shave this on the week that mustache Minshew may play. Well, if you got to keep it then, because you might he, he might need that force, man. That's, that's what I'm need- saying. Yeah, you think it could be sort of like a positive vibe yes. kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. It, it couldn't do anything but help us. It would okay. it would help us if you did that. All right. You well, know, then sometimes you gotta you gotta take it on you gotta take it on the stash, man, and keep it, man. Not right. take it on the chin, but keep it on the stash, man. Just you know, just support our team, man. All right. Because I know few people, few few men can pull this off. What I'm trying right. to do here. All right. Yeah. You know, very is, few. Very few men. All right. A few good men. Only Doctor Rick probably could pull it off, but yes. he has you one and Doctor Rick. He has one in the commercial, doesn't he? <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. 
Good stuff today. Thanks to Tom Byrne and Aaron Beasley for joining. Thanks to everybody for watching it. Smash that like button and uh, don't forget uh, Cilio oh, damn, coming the show up today. Is over, man. Yeah, it's over, man. What do you want to do more? Go ahead. I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I gotta eat my. I, it's time for lunch. I gotta eat lunch. <laughs> Appreciate you. All right, bro, you. All right we'll talk to you tomorrow at eleven o'clock. Stay tuned for Cilio at uh, four, and of course, Birds three sixty five tomorrow right here on the jacob media youtube channel see at stateside vodka every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass free what's that uh a rocks glass you're telling me that bottle is cut in half you could say that holy shit. and you're telling me i can get one of these glasses for free that's right one free rocks glass per customer with each first time purchase of stateside vodka so good it just disappears As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.